Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast, and what do you know, it's been a big week in gaming. I'm your host for this week, Swinney, for episode 108 on this Sunday, the 11th of December, 2022. And this week's show, all the big winners from the Game Awards, including the results of our heated prediction contest. Massive game reveals from the show, including Armored Core, Death Stranding 2, and a Hades sequel. And the US Federal Trade Commission sues to block the Microsoft Act Division Blizzard deal. If you'd like to support the show, we'd love to get you to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. If you're a mega fan, come join us on the Discord. All the links are in the description below at bigwigpod.com. Joining us today, we have our executive producer, Intergot. Hello, hello, hello. And the ever lovable, ever huggable Mike. Oh, thanks. Ever effable. <laughs> ever effable, if only. No, huggable only because I'm fat. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the F word. <sighs> Fatable. Fatable. So I, I look, I don't want to boast or anything while I was away. Uh I do believe I came second in the predictions, did I not? We've got a whole segment talking about these prediction results, Mike. Can you, I can I just can, say that? You can no. boast uh, you can boast then. Because I see this as this is not consistent across the industry. Like is that because I've seen things where it'll go equal one, equal one, and then the next spot is three. I've seen no, no, that I'm many second, times I'm as second. well. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that because it's just weird to me that, you know. It's I, kind I of get odd, it. Right? I get it, but it's like the first place and first place and the next person is second to me, you know. It's yeah, like, look, spoiler alert, I came very much last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I, well, you can, yeah, you're, you're second and last. <laughs> oh, second and last. <laughs> wait, so wait, remember with the Olympics, the recent Olympics, they had the high jumpers and they... Mm-hmm got into a deadlock where they kept on jumping, jumping, jumping. And there's some weird rule in high jumping where they said, you basically can go, okay, we've we've met each other's high jumps each time. You can just both get a gold medal or you can nice. keep going. And then the guys were like, uh, let's just get the gold medal. Like, why would we yeah. choose anything else? Uh. Right. <laughs> Which I totally agree with. I don't agree with the rule at all, but I totally agree with that idea. Mm-hmm. Right. But they still gave silver medals and bronze medals. Oh, okay. So I, I'd almost go the Olympics as a definitive, you know, reality. So yes, after that long diatribe, yes. you're silver. second. <laughs> and uh, talking about the Game Awards, uh, if anybody didn't see, we did a live reaction, Intergot and myself. Um, so you can check that out on our channel under the live tab, the whole three hours or so of the show, including our reaction to the hilarious thing that I'm sure we will talk about, the troll at the end of the show that was... Uh, <laughs> That's uh, that was a that was a moment. So we'll we'll probably get into that when we get into the uh, game awards news segment. But uh, Intergot, I know um, you know you asked a question of me last week. I was wondering whether you're going to ask Mike again this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Should I frame it with a number, or should I ask how what the number he would pick? Mm, I'll leave it up to you. Okay. So the question was that I had last week is if if there was a, a you know an evil genie who popped, poof, right? And said, you have to make a decision one way or the other, right? Okay. Choice A is you never play games again. Choice B is you get to keep playing games. But the, the, this is the deal. If you play games, you'll lose two years of your life, like your life expectancy, right? So if you're going to die at 85, you're going to die at 83 instead, right? Mm-hmm. Or the other choice is you don't play games, but you're guaranteed to get those two years, which also means you're basically indestructible for the next two years. <laughs> See, that is a different kind of question. <laughs> no, but it's the implication of it. So which choice would you make? Well, 
first of all, I have no idea what my life expectancy is, but if it happens to be around 85, fuck that. And I don't really see my life between 83 and 85 being particularly I great did, anyway. I did say that. I did. So why yeah, the but fuck it could, would no, I even dude, choose that? It could be 37. Or wait, well, 37 I'm, is that, it whatever. It could be, could be 42, and then you're shaving two years yeah. off. Nah, I'm fine. So what are you saying? You play games and lose two years of your life? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. So I, was I, was not not I don't value my life from very much. I know. So. I was not expecting that. From I much. thought you were going right? to say no. Like uh, you would go, I'll give it up or something. Uh-uh. So I did. I think I said three years to use winning. You know what? And I value less than playing games. My what? life. So <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. From a man who's willing to lose two years of his life, but thinks that watching the game awards is stupid. It's very, very interesting moral kind of like position. I like to play the games. So I don't watch the games. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can kind of get it. Um, but Swinney, what did you end up landing on? Because you were kind of tossing and turning with the whole thing. No, right? I said I wouldn't give up three years of my life. Yeah, to that's amazing. Play games. Two. Can you, can you... Where did come three from? No, he because he asked me oh, yeah, three. three. I had to go more extreme with Swinney. I had to go more extreme. <laughs> oh wow. Swinney. Okay. Yeah. Like, I thought two. It's gonna be no five, I'd be like, yeah, five's still fine. I mean, again, five. It depends. Five. Yeah. Holy well, shit. it depends when. Okay, <laughs> let's say let's say hypothetically my life expectancy wow, was that's... 70, right? Like 70 was when somehow you could calculate is exactly when I'll die. I'd be happy to probably shave 20 years off that. 20? Yeah. <laughs> like 50 wait, seems wait, like wait, a wait, good wait, cutoff. Wait. Wait, so. <laughs> wait, can I get me clear here? So if the evil genie came and said... You yeah. get to keep playing games, but you'll die at 50, mm-hmm. right? Or you'd stop playing games and you could... You'll likely die at 70. You'll keep playing games. Yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> That's insane. Th- does he say wow. how I will die? As in, will, will he make matter. it? doesn't no, matter. No, no, because maybe... Die maybe the same mean, way. Die the same maybe way. It's in your sleep. Oh, and this, oh, then fine then. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll choose to die at 50 in my sleep. Sounds wow. like a great outcome. That's not, we're Jeez. quite old, so I, that's not that I far away. We're getting away from the whole video game aspect to more so just Even if I don't play video games, I'll be like, sure, that sounds like a great idea. This is the next podcast. It's a the psychology suffering. podcast. <laughs> it's called the Depression depression <laughs> Pod. All right. Well, we, wow. do have a pack, we do have a packed show, so I might uh, get us into what we've been up to this week. So I think you're going to kick us off. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got my normal combo, Splatoon 3, but Big Run is happening. And look, like I love um, the 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 what's it called um, the well, fuck, salmon run mode. Sorry, I was like it was fleeting me. Uh, the salmon run mode, a uh, salmon run mode. I love it, but big run. It's kind of like not. I was probably expecting a little bit too much from it. It's very minimal changes. Like literally, you're just in Wahoo World. It's like oh, okay, that's not that exciting. Um, and yeah, like very minimal that you actually get from it. So I don't know. I'm not the hugest fan of it. Still playing Picross 2, uh, the Game Boy version, obviously. Um, I'll cover Lego Star Wars because I think you're going to talk about it for a second when you get up to that. Yep. Loop Hero. Hey, Mike, did you, have you played Loop Hero? I think you remember it if you played it. Wait, wait, let me look it up. Hey, you've only got 10 years to live, so come on. Hurry up. Oh. <laughs> Wasting every precious uh, minute. Here. No, I have not. Okay. I, I don't not. know. Where, what are you looking up, by the way? Um, it's Google. Trying to see if I actually played this. No, I dude, haven't. This doesn't look familiar. You'll love it, man. Okay. You'll love it. It's amazing. I really, really, really love this game. I am very conscious that I'm getting addicted to it, so Uh-oh. I might like go probably give it another 10 hours and then <laughs> maybe just put it down. <laughs> 
Uh, started playing we'll Pokemon Go. Uh, sorry, Pokemon Blue again. Um, oh, I don't know. The, on the, the Game Boy. Very, the very yeah, original? I was yeah, the, say the, how, OG, the, the OG. The really one. OG one. Okay. The OG. Uh, and, awesome. you know, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, it runs runs 60 frames a second consistently. <laughs> it's more technical more tech- more tech- sound than the latest entry. <laughs> and the glitches get you mute. So it's just uh, it's amazing the difference. Wow. Oh, mi- missing no. <laughs> yeah, missing no as well. No, you can get mute as well from a glitch. I know, I know. Um, and the last one that I wanted to cover and get your thoughts, boys, on is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Excellent. So, given that the the you know potentially a new game's coming out, we'll cover it shortly in the TGA section. Potentially, <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, I do want to get around to playing the OG. And whoa, Mike's just disappeared. Oh, Mike's just turned into a flat screen. He's gone. He can't, his, his voice is not there anymore. <laughs> the, de- the the genie's come for him already. <laughs> It's like, the genie's like going, he was so enthusiastic, let's just... The genie's like, he's, he's, talked to, he's talked to legal and compliance and he said, wait, he's, he's on the record, he's actually streaming, it's real. The genie's like, clearly this guy doesn't want to be around right, anymore, let's just end it now. Can you guys hear me at all? I can still, oh, I can still hear you guys. I can hear you, can you hear him? Hi. 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 Can you refresh? Can you refresh? from hell. No, you it's, can't hear you, Mike, you can't hear you. really I hot here. It's super Mike, can you hot. restart everything? Yeah, yeah, I'll restart. Hang on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jesus oh, well, Christ. I think it's one of the first times that's happened to us on the show. I don't know what Mike's doing. Um, um, <laughs> fuck, what was I even up to? Oh, yeah, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, right? So, yeah. it, look, th- this game's awesome. I'm really, really enjoying it. It does answer an interesting question that I've always had, which is what happens if in Dark Souls they explain more? About what's happening. He's back. I'm back from the dead, baby. Back, baby. Back can you hear him, Swinny? Yeah, I can hear him. Okay, good, Excellent. Good, good, good. I don't know what the heck happened there. So it's weird. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen <laughs> Order. Yes. It really does, to me, explain, and, you know, what happens if you have a Dark Souls game and you explain a lot of stuff and you tutorialize mm-hmm. it and, you know, you if people get stuck, you kind of prod them along. And it does kind of, you know, not ruin the magic, but... There is a certain element to just like the Miyazaki games, which, you know, the fact that they're not feeding you all this stuff is part of the game. Like, mm. it really is genuinely part of it. Now, I really enjoy Fallen Order. It's very cool. Only a couple of hours into it. Um, but I, I could really see myself finishing this game. The one thing is, I don't think it's as hard as what, so it's far? Not. No, it's not. Oh, hard. okay. Well, I keep on hearing that people say this game's so hard. It's so ridiculously oh. hard. But I'm, I only play games just on the default settings. Like, whatever mm-hmm. they tell me to play it on, I'll play it like that. Unless it's ridiculous, like Kirby or something like that. So, yeah, but really, really enjoying it. Have you, are you beaten it, uh, yeah. Mike? Yeah. yeah so did you I like it? Tell, yeah, yeah I, re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really cool. The only thing is, it's to, to me, it's not, it's not really a Souls-like game, to be honest. It's more like a Metroidvania kind of... Um, I think it's more the game. combat elements. It's similar-ish, yeah. similar-ish, just because you you know you target them and you have a little dot in the middle of well, it. But I, really, I, it's it, it's. I think it's, it's actually like God of War, basically. But God of War isn't. It's clo- to me, it's closer to God of War than it's it's it is to the Souls games. I, I honestly, I think it's like pretty not carbon copy, but it's it's pretty heavily taking from the Dark Souls formula. Like, you literally have memory spots, like bonfires. If you sit and, you know, meditate, yeah, all the enemies come back. You true. get all that's your health back. You have stims. 
like Estus Flask. Like it's, it's kind of got like all the elements of Dark Souls. The only thing is, I don't think it's as hard. Maybe no, I should play it on a harder well, setting. And the 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 elements we have to go back to a certain area once yes. you get a, a, a an ability. I mean, Dark Souls doesn't really have that. No, but that's um, where it's more so like it's a, a Metroidvania. It's, it's a mix, yeah, and it's yeah. a mix of both, which is why I enjoyed it because it took like elements it, yeah. from different different games and actually put them together really nicely yeah in the star wars universe so. and it, it's got the sort of titanfall wall running stuff which is pretty mm-hmm. fun and neat and yeah like i'm really enjoying it yeah it's a really good it's game. a good double jump that's the key thing i want to know uh i can't say okay oh mysterious okay so well, that's me quite a few different game. games <laughs> How about you, Mike? What have you been playing? Well, speaking of God of War, I have finished God of War, the 2018 Ooh. version of it. Mm. Uh, I want to know what you thought of it. You, t- tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, it was good, but it didn't blow me away. Dude, can I just say, yeah. like, God of War, I haven't mm. played the, f- the first trilogy, right? And then the spin-offs, but I think God of War is, <laughs> you know, people are going to come after it. God of War is so oh. fucking overrated. Uh, it felt a little overrated, yes. A little overrated, dude. Yeah. People are saying this is the best game ever. God no. of War twenty eighteen. Well, not for me anyway. I don't. I, definitely not. I. It, it's definitely not an S tier game. I don't even know if it's an A tier game, honestly. Uh, oh yeah. I, th- there was a, look, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to bag it or anything because I, I. I didn't. Why? Enjoy just the tell experience, you what you. But, well, but be well, real. I don't, be I don't know where it left. It. It just. It didn't. It didn't really. It didn't really drive me. Yeah. Something about the level design I actually didn't really enjoy. I don't want to spoil the map layouts and stuff like that. But there was something about the way the 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 world felt and the way it was just so together. linear. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were parts where you could kind of go and do different little things here and there once you unlock a certain ability, but there was still some linearity to it, absolutely. It sort of tried to look like an open world, but I also, to be honest, and I I get why it, from a mythological perspective, I suppose, is structured the way it is, the main area in Midgard, I think it is, I just, something about the level design just, it didn't click with me. I, I can't exactly tell you why it just didn't feel right. Yeah. The way the the way it felt. Um, and look, it's a it's a decent solid game, but there's just all these little things about it that just didn't. Uh, maybe I'm getting old, but the number of you you are getting moves. Old. I yeah, absolutely am, are. and you're going to die at fifty as well. So. But, <laughs> hooray! The number of moves, and I don't reckon I used like. Well, pro- probably like sixty percent of the the abilities and moves. And we don't stuff. need to. It's just too much. You don't, don't need, need to, to, but it's also too much to fucking remember. Oh, if yeah, I let true. go yeah. of this in the middle of an attack, then I change stances yeah, I know, to this, I know. and then if I do this thing, then like you, it I doesn't. Just don't, I can't remember that shit. It doesn't punish you enough, right? So you, you kind of just get in bad habits of like, okay, I'll just wow, bat, bat, do this, that, bat, bat, you know, mm-hmm. get a bit of health. Uh, yeah, get through it. Did you did you get up to the last bit? where I don't want to ruin anything or spoil anything, but there's basically a boss rush mode late in the game where, like, uh, just enemies after enemies after enemies after enemies. I fin- well, I f- as in part of the main story? Yeah, near the end of the story. Yeah, I finished it. I mean, I finished, I finished no, the story No, no, but do you know what obviously. I'm talking about? <laughs> do you know uh, what I'm talking about? You're talking about it's a horde the mode. optional... Op- it's not optional. It's part no, of the main which... storyline. On the elevator bit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that game was easy. shits, man. 
Oh, it's really? just annoying. Damn. It's just like, this is so boring. Oh, see, because I, I did a lot of the site stuff. And if you talk about boring, oh, I did not enjoy it. So you would have been pretty powered. I was like very weak. I was really powered. Yeah, so oh, okay. it didn't really. That okay. part was, was a breeze. Um, oh, compared, wow. Compared okay, to, so I did, I did all the Valkyries besides. Oh, really? Oh, again, wow, without okay. spoiling anything, there is one that I didn't do. Uh, it became a bit of a, an exercise in frustration. Not that it, they're not doable. They're totally doable. And it's actually kind of a cool boss battle because you really have to learn the moves. That's what but, I was going to say. You're talking about not using it. I think that's where that stuff really comes into. It comes turn, into... You know? But there are obviously certain abilities and stuff that you almost have to use to really succeed in a fight like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also the controls... I, I hate to... Again, maybe it's just <clears> me. But I felt certain parts of the controls felt a bit clunky. There were so many times where I'm like, I'm trying to do an attack and then I realize, oh, I don't have my X on me. Oh, that's right. I got to press Y to fucking get yeah, the X back. Yeah, I, I had Or that it's not fast enough you. to switch between gamer. weapon types and <laughs> or triangle. Uh, there's just, a, it, it felt yeah, a little like, yeah, yeah. it felt refined, but at the same time kind of clunky in some ways. That yeah, I, just I had that as feel well. like it was doing what I was trying to do. And to top it all off, and I don't think it's necessarily the game that, that did this so i can switch to 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 a bit of a a bright piece of news if i could call it that i noticed that my right trigger was so r2 was super sensitive like even just just trying to do anything like i would just touch it Ready to and go. kratos will go and do an attack and i'm yeah. going what the fuck is up with this and then i realized it was way looser than my my r2 so i think the spring of it completely LT, fucked up. i'm guessing l2 sorry yeah um, Wait, is this on your dual sense or? This is on my dual sense, which I oh, another broken dual sense. We're two yeah. out of three yeah. on the show. Shit, and might I add, I did not crazy. use it that much. And the games no, that I play are not like really physically hard wow. games. Like that's Gran so Turismo bad. and shit is not exactly a hard game. <laughs> that's probably what I played the most. Now the cool thing is, I did take it to EB Games, and I thought I bought the PlayStation last year for some reason. Like November last year. Yeah. And then I took it and, right? and the guy's like, oh no, he bought it in 2020. I'm like, holy shit, it's been two years now. Damn, man. <laughs> and and the controller, otherwise the controller was, it looked mint. Like I mm. don't use the PlayStation enough for it to. And the guy was nice enough. He's like, yeah, we'll just swap it out. And he actually no way. swapped it for another. Yeah, he well, swapped it for a brand new one. Legend. Really cool. He flashed him that, like, uh, that legend, high level yeah. tier gold. I don't have that anymore. Platinum I EB card. No, the, the, no, I don't, the I don't Andrew Tate look. That. He's like, I'm going to get bashed by <laughs> this guy. Who yeah, yeah. Careful this. I had gonna, my sunglasses He's going to say some, something yeah. misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. So, Sweeney, did you get your DualSense back from Sony yet? Uh, no, I didn't bother. I was just, I just, just screw it. Really? Just a broken one? Yeah, it's just, just, put it no, I just, it's just my laziness. I just like, I just can't be bothered dealing with this shit. That is so. truly lazy. I might. No, but for me, it's like I weigh up like the effort versus like how much I care. And I just like, I just don't care. I've got another controller thing. Look, you know? That's fair enough. I've got another controller. Cat. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't buying anything. So I'm like, oh, shit, I shit. It's like the logical thing to do was to send it off to Sony, but I just definitely. So, damn. Well, I feel like, I mean, I know they come with a one year warranty, but the, like I'm not going to quote who it was or anything like that, but they may have said that they did have quite a bit of a failure rate. Really? On, not in those exact words, but that they had other people Jeez. having issues with with that controller. Mm. And I can what? kind of see why because it, they're over engineered to some degree. I think. And they don't really allow are. you to have a DualShock Four. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you could play God of War with the DualShock at least. You probably could actually. Could, uh, right? I think if you install it in PS4 mode, but is there a PS5 version of it? Well, I don't know. I played whatever was 60 FPS. Oh, okay. So I'm not mm. sure what that was. And, and I think... Uh, but anyway. 
I was just going to ask uh, one thing. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say one thing. It's not open world. God of War. They never say it's open world. Technically no, no, not. They never say it's open world. But it it's kind not of has a central big hub. But that's not open world. No, it's not. But anyway, yeah. the whole thing, there was just some, something about it. And again, let storyline-wise, there were just so many bits where I'm like, oh, fuck, the writing's just... I thought the writing's okay. I just yeah. No, I didn't. I couldn't. Okay. I can get into Ragnarok it. is not I much like better. I like the characters. It, it's not much better. No, it's, yeah. it's pretty oh, much more of the same. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, We're totally I was, shitting I was, on I was, God of War, man. I don't want to shit on it. I just I was surprised because because it was one of those games that I've always been looking forward to, and I was kind of surprised that, nice? that it just didn't didn't click. Um, yeah. I I kind of just went through the journey, but it didn't. Re- I, n- I never really felt like, hey man, I'm fucking loving this game. Yeah. Same. So, same. Oh well. Right. Uh, next up, I played a little bit of Need for Speed Unbound, which not much to say about it other than it feels like Need for Speed. Um, it's 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 a decent game, plays well. Um, I appreciate the fact that you start off all the way at the very start, if that makes sense. Well, there's a bit of a plot twist and whatnot, but it's cool because you get that proper progression. So you're not, you know, given the fanciest, awesomest car right off the bat or enough money to purchase one. And I actually quite enjoy that about these kind of games. Um, and the effect, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the the cartoony kind of effects that mm. are overlaid are actually really cool. Um, I the, the rest of the game is graphically need for speed. It, it's a decent looking game, but I like how they, they get those effects. The only thing is I just don't know if I can be bothered continuing that game in the formula. It doesn't click like Forza did in that sense. Mm. Um but it's a decent game. And the last thing that <laughs> I didn't actually get to play, but I wanted to play, but I couldn't, and I'll tell you why in a sec. I, I had a, I had an itch to play um, Ultima 7. I've never played Ultima 7. I played 8, never actually played 7, and that's supposed to be the best in the entire series. And I'm like, man, I have that, I've got a copy of that game. I remember starting it. I remember playing a little bit of it. Where and how? And then I went on my PC and I trolled through every single bloody client I had, and I realized how many effing clients do I have now? <laughs> Wait, how many? many? And then half of, of them I forgot my passwords. And, and how many copies of Grand Theft Auto Five you got on each of those clients? Uh, don't get me started with that. So in the end, it turns out, and I checked every single client I had. I checked my email. I checked multiple email addresses that I thought might be associated with it. Could not find it. It's like, I don't own a copy of that. And I'm sitting there scratching my head, when the hell did I play it and how the fuck did I play this game if I can't find a single single copy of it? Um, and because I can't buy games at the moment, it was, uh, I couldn't pay the 10 bucks for it or the $5 in the game. But it games. just, I, it, it, I think that the sheer number of different clients now is kind of nuts when you really think about stuff like this. Hey, what's like that this. noise, by the way? Sorry, it's it's... Let me just. Let Is that your cat? It's, oh, no, 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 it's, it's all right. No, we're we're house sitting a cat. No, I just I heard something. Oh, it's, like, another cat. it's another cat. It's another cat. They're multiplying. Wait, is that not splooge? <laughs> I, I was going to say splooge. No, that's not. <laughs> splooge the cat. No, this is Charlie. You can say hello to Charlie. Kind of looks no. like the other one, splooge. Hey, so, that's racist. So that's that's catsist. So that's me. So Swinny, while I'll I'll come straight. What the hell is this guy doing? So, you... I gotta let him out. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll start. You can tell us about the clients in a moment. I'll start talking about some of my stuff so we can move along. Uh, I, played funny a lot, is. I played a lot of <laughs> Power Wash Simulator. Um, yep. I talked about it last week that it's become my 
hey, just zone out, lie on the couch thing. So earlier in the week, I played quite a bit, and I'm I think I'm close to the end of the career mode. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and <laughs> so it's sad. it's funny because it's like I, you know, there's like getting five stars in each level is just completing the level, right? And I'm thinking, who, what insane people are playing the level in Power Wash Simulator for like mm. an hour? And then just leaving before it's got f- finished. I'm like, to me, the whole thing is like, what do you mean? I don't, I'm, like, I'm basically, they so to finish the level and clean everything, you get the five stars, right? Yeah. You don't need to do anything extra. So I'm like, well, what people are leaving before then and getting four stars? It's like, oh, how that, do you get four stars? You you just don't do everything. Oh, and you just move on. I'm like, man, that's like that is insane to me. The idea of doing Power Wash Simulator and not cleaning everything in the level. Yeah, I wouldn't just get hundred percent. But like, if the level is finished, you know, because it's not the way it works. But I could imagine it being like ninety five percent is the threshold or something. But that's not how the game works. But if it no. did work like that, then I could imagine I would just I wouldn't go to hundred percent. I go, okay, it's done. The level's done. But yeah, quitting mm. when you're at like 95 seems kind of oh, weird to me. It's just weird anyway. Mm. Just, but I played a lot of it. Um, also played quite a bit um, of, I'll put it around the wrong way, but I'll talk about this way. I'll talk about now, uh, Yucks are like a dragon. So I had been wanting to play this game for a while. Obviously, it's, it's not a new game. It came out a while back. It's, you know, the number seven in the series. It's the RPG one that they turned into a JRPG and... I'm not super familiar with the, the the previous games. I've played a bunch of them, but I've only played maybe about five hours of some of them. I've never completed a Yakuza game. But I'm loving Like a Dragon. It is so fun. Yeah, and I can fun. I can get I get why this game appealed to so many people because it's the main character who's called Ichiban is just the most lovable dork, like but sympathetic guy, and he's just such a good character that you just like, it's been ages since I played a game and, and I'm being like, man, the main character's been screwed over by so many people, but he's still, like, a good guy, a good, honest guy, and he's, like, trying to make the most of everything. They don't, they made that character so cool. And how they build up, you know, the fact is, and it's not a spoiler, it's kind of like it's right at the start as well, but his whole life philosophy and his values and beliefs, they're all underpinned by the fact that he loved to play Dragon Quest as a kid. Yeah, and they yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. yeah and they cool. talk about Dragon Quest throughout yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Seems like a cool and game. And it's like he refers to his comrades as his party members. And there's a moment, <laughs> and this is not this is not a sport, it's just a, like a small moment or anything, um, where they come across this like baseball bat, barbed wire baseball bat and concrete. And the other members of the party, they try to take it out and they can't. And then he takes it out like he's, you know, King Arthur and Excalibur or whatever. And then from that point onwards, he starts hallucinating whenever he's in battles. So he starts seeing like random thugs on the street when you get into a turn-based battle with them. They become like fantasy RPG versions of thugs and, and, and mafia members and stuff. And it's just so like, it's one of those games you just can't help but have a smile on your face playing it. And it's just... It's so Sega in terms of like the mini games, like they feel like crazy taxi stuff, and it's just it's it's awesome. I'm loving it so far. The, check this out. the only downside to Like a Dragon is the fact that it is so cutscene heavy. Um, I've heard that the first part of the game, like the first number of chapters where I am, is the worst in that regard. But at the moment, it's almost like sixty percent cutscene. 40% gameplay. Wow. Um, that would drive me nuts. There's a lot. And the thing is that get the cutscenes are good and the dialogue is pretty decent. It's not like Oscar worthy stuff or anything. But they're almost like real conversations in that characters 
kind of repeat themselves and they talk about the same stuff over and like a couple sentences later they'll repeat what they said so it is a bit drawn out and it does slow the pace down but i heard it gets better um but yeah really really enjoying it and um yeah looking forward to get through the rest of the game you know what i heard i heard there is a plot twist halfway through the game which uh, i guess i'll spoil it anyway no no where the character well no the character apparently changes his name uh, and it's not itchy bum anymore because he discovers that it's been happening because he was using the wrong body wash. <laughs> so dope. And he is itchy bum no more. I like itchy it. bum, Mike. I, know, itchy I, bum. Ah, <laughs> I thought his name was itchy bum. Okay. I think they, okay, would, I think they wouldn't have like allowed it to be itchy bum, right? <laughs> it should have been that. <laughs> Anyway, wow. so and the the wow. last game I'm just the wow. last game wow, I'll mention I'm, I'm moving past that the last game I'll mention you you mentioned Ooh, earlier to got is uh, <laughs> I only played a tiny tiny bit of Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga they put out in Game Pass um, I literally only played the first level so mm. if you've played more into got you might be uh, better to about the same one. about the same but I find it weird that it's kind of got an open world bit to it where you like you get into- open world to go to wall. War, not open world, open world. Uh, not full open world, but like pseudo open world. Like a hub. Yeah. More They've than done a hub. that before. More They've done hub. that before. So like Lego Hobbit and, and Lord of the Rings stuff, like they had like an open-ish world as well yeah. and things like that. But uh, this, well, look, I knew this going in, but it's so different to those earlier Lego games. Like it is almost like a different genre in terms of like, especially the first level. Again, I've only literally played the first level, but yeah. first level, those characters, you know, like Princess Leia and that, like they're using blasters. So it's literally, literally a third person shooter kind of gameplay. It's and like that's Gears never, of War, dude. That's, <laughs> like you've got cover and shit like yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, but look, it's still got a lot of the elements that I liked about those early Lego games, uh, but I haven't played enough to really know where I land um, on it. I don't know how you fell into it. Yeah, look, the thing is, you know, I, I think there's two things. I love the original trilogy so much of Star Wars. Mm. Like, Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, as much as I hate Disney, when they do execute well in the Star Wars universe, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I kind of like it. Like, Mandalorian, I love, right? Mm. Uh, same as like Fallen Order, I'm getting good vibes about Star Wars with that game. And even though I think this game is like pretty vanilla white bread, because it's Star Wars, it's just like, ah, I love go. all this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I just play it and skip all the other bullshit around it and just, I don't know, it's just cool to see all the scenes. I know what's coming, mm-hmm. I know what's next, it's like, but it's it's kind of cool in that way. But I, I don't think I'll go much further than the original trilogy. Because the new trilogy I hate, and then the old one is kind of now looks good. I almost like have a soft spot for the original. I oh, sorry, the, <laughs> the prequel trilogy because of things like Mister Plinkett and like you know seeing that when it came out, and I don't know. There's something weird about it, and just like I, I almost want to play like Episode Two to see the romance scenes, like what they do, like how much do they lean into how dumb the romance is. Yeah, when with the complete saga, so that was a third Lego mm. Star Wars game they put out. Um, I actually preferred the like the prequel trilogy levels in that than versus what they did for the you know the the three, four, and five in that. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, four, five, four, six. five, six, yeah. original trilogy. Um, and so I'll be interested to see like how they reinterpret those mm. kind of things. So, but yeah, look, it, it's fun. It's worth a shot if you got Game Pass. It's free. Yeah, well, so. it's a part of Game Pass, we should yeah, say. It's easier good. to say free, isn't yeah. it? But it's not really free. So, <laughs> Almost free, given how much oh, Game well, Pass is. 
there's a lot to talk about from the Game yes. Awards, so let's jump into it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Kicking off the the winners. You know, we're talking about the winners awards-wise. And we've done this and three years now. We've done this three years. Three years and That's also talking crazy. about our prediction contest. So <clears throat> I'll just cover some of the winners of the actual Game Awards awards. Uh, kicking off with Game of the Year went to Elden Ring. Also, Best Game Direction went to Elden Ring. Best Narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. Best Art Direction, also Elden Ring. We had Christopher Judge winning for Best uh, <laughs> Performance for Kratos. Uh, best Score of Music yeah, went boy. to God of War. Best Audio Design also went to God of War. Stray got both both Best Indie and Indie Debut. Mobile Game was Marvel Snap. ARVR was Moss Book 2. We had Best Ongoing Game and Community Support went to Final Fantasy mm. 14. Games for Impact as Dusk Falls. Innovation Accessibility, also Ragnarok. Best Action Game went to Bayonetta 3. Best, ac- Best Action Adventure went to Ragnarok. Uh, Role Playing went to uh, Elden Ring. We had Multiverses get Best Fighting. Best Family Game went to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Best Multiplayer went to Splatoon 3. Best Sim Strategy went to Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, racing Game went to uh, Sports Racing went to Gran Turismo 7. Best Adaptation went to Arcane League of Legends. Most Anticipated went to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And Content Created went to Ludwig. It's also a bunch of esports categories that I'm just for the sake of time, I'm not going to get into, but a lot of Valorant won that. So, so yeah, I love how you don't want to talk about those categories, and yet that's that was the defining feature, pretty much, of this year's awards again. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get into the prediction stuff in a second, but just in terms of, like, the numbers, um, God of War Ragnarok came out big with six uh, awards. I Elden went Ring. to be disappointed when I play that game. Elden Ring, Valorant both won four. Uh, Stray... Uh, Final Fantasy XIV League of Legends won two awards. And uh, so there was a lot of single award winners, but a lot of them were snapped up by Ragnarok, basically, as well. So, so yeah, look, um, I guess before we get into the prediction stuff, maybe, I don't know if we want to just cover overall thoughts first. Oh, look, I think the overall show was really awesome. So, like, mm. Sweeney and I watched the whole thing. It definitely wasn't shorter. I, I don't understand why people were saying it's shorter after it. Like, bizarre that people were saying it's shorter. Well, they said they were aiming for two and a half, right? And it wasn't two and a half, but... If it's three you hours. Added, if you, like... There's definitely some times when it felt like the Christopher Judge thing, like, it oh, obviously it went me. long. Um, but even that would have only shaved maybe five minutes, you know? It wouldn't have cut... Uh, like, it got it down to two and a half, I don't think. So. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Because I, I will say also... Well, I want to go back to the Chris Judge, Chris Judge thing, but... They did not have as many ads. Like last year, so this is the third year that I've watched the whole thing. <clears throat> last year's one was like ridiculous. It was so many ads throughout it. This one was really good. And mm. just the ads that they had were like, oh, these are game trailers of games, like trailers that were already seen. So it's kind of like mm. fine with me. It's um, almost as if most of the thing is designed just to advertise stuff. Yeah, it's funny how that's the way the mm. world works. <laughs> Otherwise, why don't you just not consume anything or produce I'm not. anything? Besides, you do. You look at all the shit in the background that you have. <laughs> no, that was all right. Mike. Shaved head Mike doesn't do that no more. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I I think this was by far the best game awards I've seen. And I've watched quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, probably maybe six at this point. And it just felt the most like it felt the best paced one. And as yeah. you said, like any a lot of the ads were all relevant. Like mm. it, there weren't a lot of movie ads and stuff like it that. Like a Dorito know? ad, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and it was it was all pretty good. And it honestly, even the ad breaks felt short shorter than normal. And I don't know if that was yeah, the uh, case. But uh Well you you went off because there was an ad break. 
Mm. And we only wanted, there was only one category that was going to define whether you won or I won or we drew, right? Mm. And you went off and you almost missed it. It was so short, the ad break. Like you came back and it was like, oh, they're about to say who's won. Um, but that Christopher Judge thing was so funny because I saw on Twitter, someone had taken a video of the teleprompter, Mike, mm. and the teleprompter was flashing. Yeah, I saw that. Wrap it up, please. <laughs> please wrap it up. Rip please it up, wrap boy. it up. I'm like, fuck. That's like... That almost is like, how cool is that guy just to go, fuck that, I'll do whatever I want. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was crazy. Was it a good speech, though? I, I, I no, out it was boring speech. as hell. Okay. It was super indulgent, it's super narcissistic. Yes, that's, is that's, this is an actor, though. This is what actors hmm. are. They're super narcissists. So, yeah. All right, well, talk, talking about narcissism, let's talk about our prediction results. Um, <laughs> so, we basically, it was a, a tale of, uh, it was an interesting journey that we went on. We found, we, we, Predicted all the categories. This all is the first 31. time we've done that. That's the first time uh, we've done Mike, that. Mike wasn't didn't take part, but we had a proxy called Not Mike that uh, we actually gave some decent <laughs> shots at, but unfortunately, Not Mike came <laughs> did up. We? Did we really second? <laughs> there was some that he could have gone points, but he only got three out of the thirty-one categories. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. can I just say clearly <laughs> more than I would have gotten? No, no, but okay. no, no. But mathematically, clearly, right? There's most categories have five choices, right? So that means that the the average just random pick is six votes. Like you would have got six points total. So it's like we've actually done <laughs> wow. him a dirty. We've done him a dirty. Next so, time, let's just do a random. Let's put a random spinner in if he does. If he's not going to participate. Yeah, I, yeah. In hindsight, that would have been better. Um, but basically, um, Inter got ran away with the points because he got one of his reveal yeah. correct. Um, went hard. Went hard early. Which, which one was it? So he predicted a new super giant game or DLC, and we had Hades two nice. announced. So early in got, the show as well. Like, yeah, he got three like, points, yes. and then he kept then he kept winning, and he was like. I think five, five or six points no, ahead or something. Yeah. And point. so it was just like, I'm like, I've got no hope to catch up. Right? And then basically there was this run towards the end, especially there was like a bulk group of announcements they yeah. did where mm-hmm. I'd, everything just managed to fall <laughs> into place. And on the last, as you're saying, game direction, because we both had predicted Alan Room for game of the year, so I couldn't get an extra point above him there. I was on like 15 and he was on 16 or something. Yeah. And... I needed to get game direction as Elden Ring to be able to draw at least. And and, and we it, should it, say that Ragnarok would get, it was getting a stack of rewards. Yeah. Right? So this is before game of the year. But then I did actually reread what it said. I didn't read game direction properly. There's, I, li- I literally read every single other category, what the ask was to do the votes. Mm-hmm. Game direction was literally, and game of the year, the only two I didn't read. When I reread game direction, I'm like, oh shit, that's not what I thought it was. It was like no, I'm not making. This is not like this is not like a so why, why, <laughs> no John situation. Was I was yeah, just saying, well, like no, because when we were doing it live, I was like, oh shit, like I actually was pretty confident, and now I'm like, I think Elden Ring is actually pretty much a good chance to win here. So, and then what happens, Winnie, when they announce and it? then it won, and we both ended up um, because we also got Elden Ring for game of prediction correct. Yeah. We ended up both on 21 points, and it became a draw. So what that actually breaks down to, and th- these numbers are pretty nuts, I reckon. So Indigo, you got 14 out of 31 predictions Almost correct. Almost half, right, yeah. 
I got 17 out that's of 31 correct. That's amazing. Now, if you compare that to last year, we only predicted 15, right? 15 categories. But last year, Inter got you got four right <laughs> oh, out of 15. And I got six right out of 15. I got the right four. Game of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the points and the reels and everything balances out. But the fact is, we just predicted so much better this year. Hey, <laughs> it was I couldn't nuts. have got... I surely couldn't... I must have got five. You're doing me a dirty because... One of the one of the votes would have been five points for game of the year. So if the other three were one point each, I should have been on eight points total, not nine points. I just copied what was in the segment sheet last Whoa, year. I didn't a bit go of and re- I didn't go and recalculate. Whoa, what am might... I gonna? No, well, I'm I gonna like spend to my am I gonna spend my like weekend this. recalculating last year's <laughs> predictions? <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. I don't want one of you guys to not be first. Because then I'll be third. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, nah, it was it was yes, a good fun competition. Um, <laughs> it was but fun. Yeah, look, overall, I guess uh, the only thing to talk about now is the big news that came out and the big reveals. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, baby. Kicking off with FromSoft. So fresh off winning that Best Game Direction Award before the game of the year, we had the big announcement of their next title, which is Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. So this is the first Armored Core game since 2013, which was Verdict Day on PS3 and 360. Uh, Miyazaki uh, confirmed back in 2016 that they were working on an Armored Core game. So we knew it was happening. And also that was corroborated by early this year, there were surveys going out from people about the game where they source footage and they were asked about the game and stuff like that. So we knew this was happening, but I was still honestly surprised to actually see it announced mm. at the Game Awards. Um, and look, anyone doesn't know Armored Core is a mech combat series. It's uh, one of their biggest franchises, especially basically after the Kingsfield games, Armored Core was their big... Um, that was their big series for FromSoft until Demon Souls obviously then got them on the track for making all the Souls games and everything. Uh, I'm not that familiar with the series. I do have Armored Core 4 Answer on 360 that I never actually played. Actually published by Ubisoft globally, so that's mm. interesting because uh, this game is being published by Bandai Namco, just like the Souls games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this is not directed by Miyazaki, but he did direct the an early production. So it's actually been handled by um, Masaru Yamamura. So he's the lead designer on Sekiro. And yeah, it's coming to all, basically every platform because this has been production so long, it's also coming to PS4 and um, Xbox One. Obviously, awesome. it's not coming to Switch, what's, unfortunately. So. Dumb question. What's Because, what's, you know, I in my head from software, it's all the Souls <clears throat> games, but what's the gameplay like in Armored Core? Well, it's, it third it's, person. It's it's mech action basically. Mech action. Yeah, it's third, third person. It's third person. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, and again, I can't say this myself. Like the actual style of gameplay has actually changed throughout the series. Um, they've done some like soft reboots and things like that. Okay. So the fact is, if they change it up again now, it's not going to be a new thing for the series. So there are um, there's actually like in I think a press release that went out from FromSoft they actually say said that they are actually taking inspiration from their newer action titles so there's likely going to be some soulsy inspiration that goes alongside the you know more traditional armored core mm-hmm. gameplay um and awesome. like I believe that survey is referencing uh, back in January that you know it is the boss design is more soulsy and things like that mm. and it wouldn't surprise me if they do elements where it's very risk reward like the souls games where it's okay you know like um you could replenish your ammo at this spot but it might regenerate enemies or something like they might bring some of those elements in but i have a feeling and a lot of people saying that it, the previous armor core games were mission based i don't think that's probably going to change because it probably suits that the most because then you like you 
modify your mech before you go out and everything, you know. So um, I think that uh, it's obviously not going to play like the Souls games exactly or anything. So. It's, it's interesting because, like, from software, it's a super old company. It's, like, almost 30 mm. years old, right? And they've almost had three eras. It's, like... The very, very early days, Kingsfield, all that kind of stuff, which mm. weirdly enough, if you go back and watch, like I've watched, um, what's his name? Lance McDonald, mm. who's like the Bloodborne hacker and he does a lot of cool stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff in Kingsfield that's like very Dark Souls. It's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had the whole, it's almost like the Armored Core era. It's like mm. so many fucking Armored Core games. But it's like, it, I, I'm really fascinated to see this game just because. Like, I'm not an Armored Core fan. I never really played any Armored Core games, but this is like, they're full on in the Miyazaki era now from mm. software, right? And sure, they have released Armored Core games when he was there, but it's like totally different now. Like, he runs the studio. Mm. To me, it's like he is from software now. So it's, and he was in the early production of this game, right? Like, he did the pre production. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the Sekiro guys like taken over. So it's like, uh, I'm going to be super fascinated. Like, I'm super interested in this game. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it on day one or anything, but I am, like, super fascinated to see what shakes out on this game. It's going to be really interesting, I think. Yeah, I... Look, I think uh, there's been over 20 Armored Core games. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. insane. Like, that series has a lot of hardcore fans, but I think the mm. key to this is they want to bring in the fans they made with the Souls games. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. obviously, they want this to be a big hit, you know, so... Uh, and it looks cool. The trailer looks sick. The trailer looks dope, man. Mm, like yeah. when we were watching it, and it's like, okay, from software, and it's like, damn, this is this is gonna look. This looks crazy. So, mm. all right. Well, uh, I guess the to the next big reveal, and this was probably the biggest needle mover, I reckon, um, which was Death Stranding Two. So. Yeah. As, uh, you know, we knew there would be a Kojima um, element to the Game Awards, and he didn't disappoint. He uh, basically, you know, had a really cool trailer for Death Stranding to, like, the early trailers for the first Death Stranding were so cryptic and so weird. This felt like, okay, you know what Death Stranding is now. Let's just, like, just go all out with the the cast and everything like that. So, you know, it's got Norma Reedus coming back, Leia, uh, I can never say this right, Leia Sado, Um Shiori Kitsuna, Al Fanning, and Troy Baker, they're all in the cast as well. Interestingly, all the promotional materials and even how they listed it, like, for instance, on the Game Awards trailer, um, on clip on YouTube, it's called DS2. It's like they're yeah, actually trying the to name it, DS2. Yeah. Um, so, and it's it's coming to PlayStation 5 because it's, you know, had Sony up there because um, I believe, well, you know, they they're still... They own the IP, right? Yeah, the IP yeah. For, for console publishing and stuff like that. So yeah, Death Stranding two, Mike, as probably the most, uh, the biggest the Death Stranding that's finished it. <laughs> the most well, expensive Death Stranding here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I I really enjoy the game, but I just yeah. haven't got time to play um, it at the moment. What What do you reckon, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll definitely pick it up. Um, I mean, I, I it, it's the kind of game that I think doesn't need a sequel. Kind of like Blade Runner didn't need a sequel, but a sequel can be really good. So. And Blade and Runner sequel. 2049 is was really fucking good. amazing. Exactly. That's so, such yeah, a good movie. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Such so a I think movie. it'd be really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I really enjoyed the first one. I also played it at a, a very interesting time in my life where I was between jobs and life was good. So it basically good. became it's your job, transporting the cargo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, ironically, yeah, Amazon it kind of was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, or maybe it'll come in between 
my next bit where I where I'm in between jobs because that'd be kind of cool just to to do. You got to so, yeah, quit your job it. just to make that. Happen. I might just do that when the game comes out. Yeah, although the whole DST two DS two thing, I don't know, man. Dark Souls is I, Dark Souls yeah, two is DS two. I'm gonna have to rewind so, my brain mm. when I say DS two now. But, no, um, but have you? I'm like just double checking and verifying this. Supposedly, <coughs> Dark Souls two is just a working title. Death Stranding 2. Sorry, <laughs> Dark Souls 2. Yeah, yeah, it possibly <laughs> could change, but... No, but they're, they're saying they're going to change it before release, mm, which I think okay, is so like... it might not be Death Stranding It actually, yeah, they've clarified. I'm just double-checking. Yeah, they go, it's a working title, and they're going to change the title closer to release. I'm like, this so, is such a Kojima like thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a Kojima maybe, thing. Maybe they're going to keep the, the D and the S, but it's going to say something completely different, like oh. Death something. I well, mean, I don't, like, too. someone did say something to me where it was like, mm. I was listening to a podcast and they're like, oh, I don't think this is a Death Stranding game. I'm like, what? Like, wh- what do you mean it's not a Death Stranding game? Like, it's literally Death Stranding to the trailer, right? Then I'm like, that is almost like a very Kojima thing, right? Like, somehow it's like not at all a Death Stranding game, even though there's people it's in it from Death Stranding and it looks like something. Death Stranding. I don't it could know, also man. just be like all the Metal Gear Solid series had subtitles, you know, so it That's could have true. subtitles. So. Yeah. Looks well, cool, though. I love the the trailer. The freaking trailer is like... I, I've always been against Kojima making a movie because it's like, nah, dude, like this, like you make amazing games. But having watched that, I was like, he could totally make a movie. Hmm. And I hmm. definitely would be watching that movie. Like if Kojima made a movie, I'm there day one. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. And we also had... The uh, three-point winning prediction <laughs> of Intergot for Hades 2, yeah. which was a massive surprise. Um, I don't think I've heard any murmurs about this. Like, I don't think anyone would have expected a direct sequel because Supergiant have never done a sequel to their games before. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, launching in early access PC on PC next year. Yeah. Um, we'll see what other platforms get it. The Switch got it first last time on console. And then it came to PlayStation and Xbox, so we'll see where that all lands. But yeah, I know, uh, Mike. You, I know you played a lot of Hades, so much mm-hmm. so that you, uh, you, um, I think, baby. I think you talked about it on your first episode on the show. Why would you uh, play it? It's just the same thing over and over again. It's just <laughs> ah, very but repetitive. It, it is very repetitive, but they've mm. done a really good job when it comes to those mm. games. I think that's what I. That's why I think a lot mm. of people enjoyed about it, other than the really solid gameplay. It. The way they did the story and the way the death was part of the experience, I think few games managed to really do that as well. So that was really good. All those story uh, bits that I skipped the dialogue on. Yeah, I. <laughs> we, we we should talk about that whole thing because you know we won't talk about it now because it'll take too long. But I think we should talk sometime about the importance of story in <laughs> games. And I don't. Yeah, let's I talk about mean, it next year when I'm not on the show. Well, maybe next episode <laughs> or something. Um, yeah. It's anyway. So Hades two. Yeah, looking forward to it. I, I quite enjoyed number one. So I think yeah, I'm gonna pick this up on Steam, man. Gameplay look. Get good. it on my Steam Deck when I get one. Oh, are be you awesome on Steam Deck? Are you going to when play, play it on. in early access, or are you gonna wait yeah, till it I goes? I think so. Time? I think so. I might go on the early access. Look, they're pretty good with the early access stuff. Everyone who played this on early access, like Hades, really enjoyed the experience. You know, they really responded to feedback from people. It was pretty polished from the start. It just built the game out. So I'm like, mm. hmm, it's not a bad way to get my head into it. The only thing I want to double check is, do people lose progress throughout the game, right? Like, oh, that's... They... I, I should double check if that happened with Hades. 
Mm, early access. Maybe. If... I'm trying to remember what happened with Dead Cells and those kind of games. Because mm. I had Dead Cells very early on. But I think Dead Cells was like almost a 1.0 early access, right? Like it was... It was full on It was almost early pretty much... access, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was... stuff was missing. Oh, no. I was saying I thought it was a 1.0. I thought it was pretty finished and they just oh, kept building. Oh, no. I, when uh, I first okay. played Dead Cells, oh. it did not... I mean, it was it was solid. It was really okay. solid, but I, I think they've added a ton since then. Well, we'll be talking about Dead Cells a little bit. So, uh, But uh, yeah, Hades 2, I think uh, that trailer looked fantastic. Um, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about uh, Hades as a game. It's just that. Too much I think dying. that well no, loved. Yeah. So, part of the game. Mike, good. did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, like, when you were watching it, cool. did you feel like this is Hades 2 or it's like yeah. a DLC? No, no, I felt like even the art style. The art style was. But you knew it was. A, it was a... Oh no! Like what I what I say, it's a DLC versus a standalone game, and I wouldn't be able to tell you that. But it definitely felt like it was Hades. Because when I was watching it, I was like, "This is weird." Because it's like it's definitely Hades, but I was like, "Is this a DLC?" Because it's like maybe this mm. is a new character, like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his daughter or something. And then it's like supposed to a whole new game. Because there's big parts in it where I'm like, "This is very much like the first game." Like I swear, this this area was the same as the first game. And I'm like, oh, okay, Hades 2, but... Mm, the, good, the good thing with that is, you know, they've got the engine, they've got a lot of the, yeah. you know, they'll be able to probably reuse some of the assets and stuff, but they will be able to get this up and running content-wise much quicker than obviously the first mm. Hades. So I think that's actually almost a good thing. Um, and Supergiant are, are really good. I don't think they'll skimp on making this, you know, no. feel like a proper sequel either. Is so. this the first sequel they've ever done, though? Yeah. Yes, I said that before. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And they, chum- they punch, <laughs> they punch out a lot of games. <laughs> They punch out mm. a lot of games, so like when I'm looking at it, it's like every three years they're making a game. Mm. So Hades Two is like living up to that. So mm. no, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, well, we also had the reveal, the finally the reveal of Ken Levine's next game that he's been talking about for ages from his studio, Ghost Story Studios, yeah, which is Judas. So. Anybody that sees the trailer for Judas, basically, you can tell this Judas is the, the, the mind behind this is the, the mind behind Bioshock. Um, is there a bird squeeze? Really there is. Sorry, I'm going to close the window while you guys talk. <laughs> sorry. Um, what so, this time of the night? Just like Bioshock, it is like, it's a narrative-driven first-person shooter, you know, and it's set on apparently like a derelict space station. And in, yeah, so Levine's been talking about this game since like 2015, if not earlier. Um, and we knew something was happening. And finally, we actually got what it is, a brand new IP called Judas. So. Hooray. Hmm. I have to say, I was kind of dumb, Sweeney, when we were watching this live, because Ghost Story came up. And I Man. totally forgot it was the Ken Levine studio. Because people were like, when they saw Ghost Story, people hmm. were like, whoa, in the crowd. I'm like, ah, what am I missing here? Like, there's hmm. something to this. Even though I've read all these bloody chapters and books about his studios and he, mm. him himself but yeah this is this is like a day one kind of game man like this is mm. this looks pretty sick what a cool trailer some really incredible trailers in the game awards like yeah chef's kiss to the people making these trailers man like this is pretty like this trailer the music everything that they did for it, it was even though it was so bioshock bioshock mm. infinite right it still was fucking cool. It was really, really cool. And have you guys yeah. read the synopsis for the game? I, I had no. a quick breeze through, but I, I, I didn't think would be going that much detail, so I didn't read more. What so. is the synopsis? Well, I don't know. What, I don't really want to spoil it. Like, okay. so I read the synopsis and I was like, I don't want to know anything else, man. I'm, I'm, I'm bought in already. Like, the synopsis was really cool. Like, and it makes more sense once you read it why the trailer was calling out certain things. Very much like going back to Bioshock of like 
you have to make decisions, you know, and obviously the character being called Judas as well. So, it, it, like, I think it's going to be really cool. Mm. It's going to be really cool. I loved well, like, I, the question I have though, scissors. when do you think this is coming out? 2024? I reckon it might be early 2024. Yeah, I think mm. 2024 as well. Mm. Yeah. Definitely not next year, unfortunately. So, Although he's been working on it for a while, hasn't he? So, Oh, ages. Mm. Ages. Maybe and even it's, next year. We'll see. It's coming Hopefully. to PC and PS5 and Xbox Series consoles. Nice. Now, we talked about Jedi Fallen Order before. Now mm-hmm. it's time to talk about Jedi Survivor. So hot on the heels of them releasing, uh, announcing the release out earlier than the week, um, which... Seems like when I actually went back and read it, I think someone went early because they actually took the information down. It was an official post by Respawn, then they oh. took the information down. So I reckon someone screwed up and it was meant to be up and oh. part of the Game Awards personally. Because I didn't uh, know. I didn't know uh, the yeah. release date was what it was. Yeah. So we we saw the first look at gameplay for the sequel. Um, mm-hmm. And that release date I'll just mention is not far away. That's 17th of March. Mm. So, you know. Um, yeah, so it's, and the only other thing I kind of call out is um, people notice that on that page they had a whole bunch of like pre order co- DLC content, and part of it is like different blaster weapons. And from my understanding, you guys can correct me, blast, you couldn't use blasters in, uh-huh. in the first no. one. So it's interesting now that they're adding that as a, as a combat mechanic. So that would be very interesting because I mean, I guess that makes it more bloodborne y. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going like to go with that. That makes perfect sense when you said that. Yeah, they, they're going from the souls like to the souls born. Ooh, yeah. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> um, no. Where will they go next? <laughs> Open world, Elden, Elden. I I am going to. I'm not going to do like a um, what's it called? A gaming resolution or anything for next year. Mm. But I, I'm going to lay off buying brand new games because I find that even this year I bought games and then I haven't played them straight away. Mm. Like Ragnarok. I'm like. Mm-hmm. If I wait like three months to buy Ragnarok, it's going to be like 30% off minimum, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like the, the look, I really like Jedi Fallen Order. It just feels like Jedi Survivor is a game that if you wait a little while, it'll okay. be like half price or mm. free as part of like a subscription or something if you wait long enough. So I don't game think I'll play a day one, but I will definitely be looking forward to playing this game. Mm-hmm. Did I? All right, well, it's coming to PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X, as is the next game, which is a game I was excited by this. Very excited about, and uh, Intergotten No sold me on the live reaction. I'm trying to, like, Mm. trying to convince him how excited I am about the announcement because I watched the trailer. Uh, hmm. I watched the trailer, and I didn't realize what it was because I was never expecting a sequel to Remnant from the Ashes, and it's Remnant 2. So I'm like, holy shit, I was not, I'd never thought to make a sequel. Small correction, just to correct you. I believe in the t-shirt sizing, you only had an L, not an XL. So I don't know. Were you really that excited? Well, it was a huge XL for me. I am so still I'm a little very disappointed. Sad. I'm a little disappointed. People are going to have XL. no idea what you're fucking I'm talking gonna about. I'm going to put an XL for you right now. It's there how we, we determine what, in these big events, what games we're going to actually talk about the show. Because we can't talk about everything, right? We'd be here forever. But yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, Remnant from the Ashes was uh, from Gunfire Games. So the devs that were originally behind the Darksiders games. And uh, it actually, like, it's... A lot of people loved it, and it kind of came out Head of nowhere. Jet. 
Yeah, and it's it's basically a third-person shooter, but it's got a lot of Souls-like elements. It was almost like a, a mixed genre thing there. Mm. It was it was really really cool. It wasn't perfect, but Mike, we we played through that oh, game together. It was, was awesome. It's a game, honestly. I think you have to play co-op. It's 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 almost like balanced for co-op, unfortunately. So I hope they do that better with this one. And if someone chooses to play it by themselves, that they don't feel like they're actually struggling against bosses, especially. Bosses were the hard thing, where it's just so much easier with multiple people. Mm. But uh, yeah, fun. look, they the game had procedurally generated levels that were kind of like took certain like I guess certain structures and they just mixed things up and things like that. So it felt like a bit of an, an experience, and so that's returning. So it's, it's the same thing cool. uh, and co-op as well as returning. Um, and they've got this new thing they called an archetype progression system. So mm, yeah, I was sure what that meant. Stuff you could apparently can swap it out during play so it's not it's not like you're choosing a class or anything you actually you can swap between things which is cool like andromeda had that where you can actually change a class mm, at any mm. time and things but yeah so it's coming to uh yeah ps5 xbox series x and pc and it's mm-hmm. coming next year and i am probably looking the most forward to this out of all the mm. announcements uh, oh really the, the, yeah the original remnant from the ashes is such a I, uh, I wouldn't call it a, a like a full on hidden gem because it's it's got a cult following, but it's mm. it's one of those like full on cult games that anyone who's played it has loved it, but just not a lot of people know about it, which is mm. a shame. It's a really really good game. Yeah, and talking about ga- good games that not a lot of people talk about, um, we have well, this game's not out yet, but I'll explain what that bad segue was. We have Banishers Ghosts of New Eden from Don't Nod, who made the action RPG Vampire. That's what I was trying to make, and I failed the second. Ah, so, them from. Okay. yeah, so Don't Nod, most people obviously know them for the early Life is Strange games. That's, mm-hmm. you know, where they made the name. But they also made, like, Remember Me. I'm like, Mike, I remember you talking about that game when it came out as mm-hmm. well. And as I said, Vampire, the gothic action RPG. I love that game. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I thought it was just almost. It actually had some Souls-like combat, but then it was almost like Mass Effect in terms of like talking to characters' decisions. And it's just, they had some really cool ideas. Mm. And it seems, I look at Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden, and it feels very vampire to me, like everything they're talking about system-wise. So I'm really happy, happy Don't Know to mm-hmm. taking another stab at this style of game. Um, so yeah, it's coming to PS5, PS, uh, Xbox Series X and PC. And apparently it's set in like, uh, nineteen six. Uh, sorry, sixteen ninety five. I don't know. I did type it there, uh-huh. but so they're going for another period piece. But it's basically you plays like a ghost hunter. So the trailer had some elements. So I'm like, oh, that kind of looked like it's <laughs> could be like from The Witcher. How you kind of like mm. you know you having to like investigate and figure stuff out and things of like that. But, Analyze uh, it. What's yeah, science? that's uh, I. I love. I thought that was great. And it's coming next year. So gotta gotta say, you know, I don't normally do this, but. Got to side with Mike here, Swinney, and call you out. That was a uh, very L energy, not XL energy. <laughs> Whereas Remnant, you, you were, your eyes were bright. There was a glint <laughs> in your eyes. An L game, Remnant two, and banishes an XL. I don't, I don't know. I think you, you want to host the, you I want host the show, in, motherfucker. I, I you want to host the show, motherfucker. You I, can take over from me right now. I you think, can take over. I'm calling you out as manipulating the ratings to ensure your game is brought in. If something's an L, it's in, even if it's a game that we know a lot about, <laughs> which we're going to do. Um, all right. So the next game we're chatting about is uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Kills the Justice League. So we had a new trailer, um, you know, for 
Rocksteady's, uh, I guess, follow-up to the Arkham trilogy. And the, the trailer featured Batman, and they confirmed that the late, you know, Kevin Conroy is actually voicing Batman in this game as well, which is, mm. I think, a really, really great. Um, I don't know if it's his last project he worked on, but I think it's a good send-off if that's the case. So, uh, Intergot, I know you're super excited about this game. It's a bit morbid, huh? <laughs> I just thought about you going, Arkham you Trilogy, such, a, such an offense to the one Arkham game that Rocksteady didn't didn't Rocks, make Rocksteady's Arkham Trilogy. Yeah, yeah, didn't put that in there. Um, look, I'm really, really pumped about this. I think this is going to be really cool. Um, you know, this studio, I just like it's kind of just more like I don't know why they've taken so long to get their next game out because what like we're talking about like eight years now. It feels mm. like there's some missing game in between. Personally, like something that we're working on that's like just disappeared because like prior to that they were pumping our games like yeah, consistently and yeah. then they go to eight years it's like i don't oh. that doesn't add up mm. and mm. just going to arkham knight man that game looks amazing still mm. like you, you like it's so unfortunate with um what is it called gotham knights mm. that coming out this year and people doing side-by-side comparisons like ps4 you know, Arkham Knight versus Gotham Knights on a PS5, and genuinely, Arkham Knight looks better than Gotham Knights, and it, like, you know, from, like, the way it's running to the actual art design itself, so I've got so much confidence in this studio executing well in this space, and I think it's a cool concept, like, Suicide Squad, I haven't seen the movie, I know you you um, said it's really good, I've heard really good well, things about the, the latest. Su- the Suicide Squad. Yeah, the latest one, yeah, the yeah. James Gunn one. Um, and look, Suicide Squad as an idea is very cool, Mm. right? Like, you know that you've got an interesting sticky idea where someone at work actually called a team. They're like, Hey, this is like Suicide Squad. They're grabbing people together and doing this. And I'm like, "Mm, a bit of a weird analogy, but (laughs) I'll go with you on it. it. There's something to it, right? Like it's a very, very cool idea. And I can understand them wanting to branch out and do something a little bit different, but this, like if I was just a studio exec, I'll be like, yeah, okay, do this because it's different, but you still got Batman in it, right? And I'm sure he's going to be a big part and Superman and stuff like that. I, I just, I'm going to be fascinated to see how they handle this plot line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like kill the Justice League. Like they're surely not going to kill Batman and Superman and people like that. Like I'm really fascinated to know. see how they handle I that. I don't know. And we'll find out shortly. This is a day one game for me. I'll be... I'll be grabbing this day one. I'm and looking forward the, to this. What's the day one? Uh, this is the 26th of May, <laughs> 2023, which is going to be a little bit annoying because it's hot off the heels of my most anticipated game and the Game Awards most anticipated game, Legend of Zelda, oh. Tears of the Kingdom. Breath of the Wild too. No, you got the... <laughs> no, I was just, I was just uh, you know, it's just dramatic pause. I'm going Christopher Judge style. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, I know you're hyped about the next three games. So yeah, boy. I'll, I'll leave it to you to uh, about this. to get in on. Yeah. So, as the resident person who's probably played the most Diablo out of all three of us, as in starting from Diablo One, times which I played 10, to death back yeah. in the day, <laughs> maybe times ten. Yeah. Uh, I do have a long history with Diablo, for better or worse. Uh, what, what? Actually, one of the greatest experiences. I you guys probably remember we used to have a friend called Sam and Sam Whoa, and I are you getting, this before, is doxy territory but yeah, nah, it's fine that's not even his real name uh, Sam and I used to be really good mates until his wife uh, made him join a cult as I like to call it alright alright let's, let's get this we weren't let's allowed get to talk this. to him anymore anyway let's get we, this back on we track. actually played 
played the original Diablo on PlayStation, which is not mm. really super well known. How, how were the how it's were the loading PC times game. between floors? It and wasn't PlayStation. that bad actually. I mean, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's okay. the original Diablo, man. Like, yeah. so so it's yeah, not the original PlayStation. I know it is the original PlayStation. Have you seen X Men vs Street Fighter on PlayStation? Diablo ran on like a freaking Pentium or something, so uh, it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't super bad. It was actually really cool, and it was probably my first foray into using a controller for those kind of games. Now, by Diablo three standards on console, I'm sure it was really clunky if I was to play it now. But back then, man, that was amazing. And I remember like staying up. We literally stayed up all night, had pizza, played through the entire night until the next morning. <laughs> it was awesome, really cool experience. Too bad I'm not allowed to talk to him anymore. Anyway, uh, Diablo 4 is announced, and it's coming out. I'm going to well, tell everyone announced. right off the bat. <laughs> not announced. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, not right. announced. Uh, it's been <laughs> talked about as a result of of, of, um, of, an, of the announcements through uh, through the show. So it's coming out on, uh, or it's slated to be coming out on the 6th of June, 2023. Although I'm hearing rumors about crunch and, and mismanagement. And there were some articles that I read just today about stuff like that. Um, but that's the plan. So, you know, we've got another six months till we can get addicted to that game. Um, looks like it's a lot more story-driven um, with a ton of their Blizzards famous. And they used to be super famous for this kind of stuff. They had some of the best CGI cutscenes in the industry, I reckon. Um, as well as a lot of in-game cutscenes. Um, and the game is a lot more gritty and dark. So a lot of people are sort of comparing it more to Diablo 2. And looking at the gameplay, it definitely feels more like a Diablo 2 kind of successor. Diablo 3 felt... I wouldn't call it cartoonish, but something about the color scheme and the brightness and some of the elements that they had. Oh, you're one of those, meant... are you? No, it, it, it did it did feel like that. It actually did feel like that. Whereas this is darker, more gritty, no, more I, realistic I, looking. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it definitely... I remember playing it at first and I'm like, okay, this is not quite where I thought the graphics would go. It's almost like it's 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 got a, like a, an artistic kind of feel to it. Whereas this is more real, more gritty. Um, anyway... Um, I, I don't know if this was announced previously, but the but I, I found out a bit more about the open world structure, um, with with the typical you can you're free to kind of go in different areas, but you're going to get slaughtered because you don't have the right level, which is a lot more open than what previous titles were. They were quite very restricted on where you could go next, m- m- much more linear. Um, some more details about being able to respect it anytime you want. Um, anyone who's played Diablo two would remember that you can't respec. Um, I think in the update to Diablo 2, you could. Like Resurrected, uh, you mean? In Resurrected, you could do it once, I think, from memory. Um, really? Only once? Couldn't. I think it was just once. I don't hmm. remember because I didn't get far enough to have to respec. What were we going to say, Swinny? I was saying, no, and number three, you could change your skills at any time. Yeah, so there number three was skill, yeah. cartoon, game. More open, yeah, cartoon yeah. game. I mean, a lot of games, <laughs> cartoon game, a lot of games nowadays do allow you to do that, and I'm a big fan of being able to do that, even if you don't do it, knowing that the option's there. just It's more fun, because you can experiment with stuff, and it's a game in the end, right? Um, so, you know, we, we talked about, uh, or we heard about the fact that some dungeons can take a good half an hour to, to do, even with no side quests in them. The main campaign's meant to be about 50-odd hours, I think people were saying, with a level cap of about 100. Um, and the overworld, as it's called, is supposed to be static, but then you have about 150 dungeons which are procedurally generated and themed. 
So I am personally really excited about this game. I'm worried as well as excited because I know I fall into the trap of playing these games to death. It's just repetitive. Um, you can't get into it's that. It's very repetitive and it's so hard not to fall shouldn't into that trap it. of repetition. I shouldn't. I actually should probably stay the hell away yeah, from it. You can't buy it anyway. Because I know it's a drug it. for me, man. It's a freaking drug. You can't I wish you anyway. could do it. Play the campaign and there's like an option to go delete your character and delete the game once you finish Yeah, there is campaign. an option. It's just, you can't. Yeah, uninstall it, but I can't. I don't have the self-control to do that. You're so, weak. Any of you guys getting it so we can play? Well, you can also play hardcore mode. So if your character dies, they die. So yeah, no, but that's it different. takes the control out of your hands. It does it for you. It does, but that's different. I'd just create another character and get pissed off and start Two things. One. Two things. One, a quick correction. Diablo 2 Resurrected. It, uh, it's interesting how they do this. It's one respec per difficulty level. Oh, wow. So that's... if you up the difficulty, you get another respec, which is kind of an interesting way to do it. I guess. The other one yeah. is, look, I'm all for shitting on Swinney. I'm all for shitting on uh-huh. Swinney, right? But what? him saying, oh, is he surprised that it ran on the PS1? I think it's a no. fair comment, right? Lo- loading times. That's what I was talking about. I wasn't saying the running is the okay, loading Okay, let's time shit on Swinney again. This is why I like to shit on Swinney. <laughs> Fuck Swinney. No, I'm trying to go tough. on his side, and then he's talking about the loading times. Oh, it's just good. No, because I was just... Look, I don't remember. I'm oh, sure the loading. T- Dude, this is from an era where it used to take me two minutes to boot my computer up. That's now, true. Now it happens Dude, in like that 10 is, seconds. It's kind of <laughs> crazy to think about how long. Like, Not really? Someone goes, oh, it takes five minutes to boot my computer. That's like, oh, yeah, it's within reason. <laughs> like nowadays, it's insane, now it's, right? I, I timed it. It's, it's, it's about just under 10 seconds, I think, the last yeah, time I tried it, wow. which is insane. So, uh, look, I will. Like, the thing is. <laughs> You know, it's going to be, uh, you know, a little uh, foreshadowing to the next story, proper story, but it kind of depends what happens with Activision Blizzard because if they get Mm. bored, it's going to be free as part of Game Pass, right? Mm. And it's a PC game. Diablo is a PC game. No one's ever going to convince me otherwise. So I'm going to play on PC. Mm. I feel stupid if I buy it. And I would disagree with that, but yes. Yeah, but that's fine. It's really good on console. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, really, like really it's good, console it? shooters, you know, like they're good with a controller, but um, anyway, PC Master Race for life. Um, but like, I just think it would be stupid for me to buy it and then it's going to be a part of Game Pass. Like that just feels dumb. So mm. look, if, if the Activision thing gets killed, then I'll, I might get it actually. I mean, this game's going to have a much more free to play like model than any Diablo before. Yeah, well, okay. well, yeah, but knowing, it's a paid knowing game. That, That's a good question. Knowing that mm. it's mm. going to be on Game Pass, it's there's there's already we already know it's going to have battle passes and stuff. So oh. it's so just kind of be prepared for yourself that it is going to be more in that direction than the series has ever been before. The game looks great, but just be prepared that it mm. that will have those elements knowing that if it'll be on Game Pass assuming that the the deal clears and everything then that's where they're going to make their money is that bloody battle passes. And stuff. I just hope it's it's more with end game content that you can still easily play through the whole story for free, no problem, even if you have to pay money if it's not on Game Pass, as opposed to shoving that shit in like Immortal was from the very start. That's like, you've actually kind of like turned me a bit now, Swinney, because Diablo is kind of a bit infamous for this kind of shit, right? Like Diablo 3's auction house and all that fucking debacle. Yeah, but Diablo Immortal. Yeah, sure. No, but yeah, it's like Diablo Immortal was 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 a bit different. Like I I don't remember the original like the original Diablo, and I remember reading about how you mean they Diablo really, one. 
So, so uh, Diablo three in yeah. Diablo three, I I do remember reading, and I may be incorrect in remembering this incorrectly that they didn't really necessarily like a lot of people didn't really want to put the auction house in, which is also one of the reasons it got pulled out pretty quickly. Um, but beyond that, I don't really remember them. They had the they had the the update to the game. Fuck, I forgot how long it's been so long. Reaper of Souls, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was a standalone proper package. I even had like the. I think I still have the actual collector's edition of that game. Um, and it didn't really feel like... It felt like it was just an add-on, like a proper DLC add-on that you could even get a, a really cool physical copy with. Whereas since then, the industry has just gone completely off the rails, way worse than what it used to be. Mm. So I'm hoping, and they've, they've said it a few times, that that's not how they're trying to do do this game, but... It is it is Activision. I was going to say it's Blizzard. It is yeah. Activision, and they love their money. So we'll mm. see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But anyway, I, I I'm looking forward to the. There is a really interesting thing, which is I, I was actually watching a video on it, and someone made a comment that they enjoyed the the single player experience more because of the way the world felt. That the moment you had multiple people coming in, it kind of just ruined the immersion of the game. And I am like in, in one of those things where I think I'll play through the, the, the entire campaign by myself. And then maybe I'll play with a friend or something. Yeah. But I'll do it by myself. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. So, next up, we have another game that was announced previously, but we got to see a bit more footage, which is Atomic Heart. So, this is another game that I'm quite looking forward to. Um, it's got a, a 21st of February 2023 release date for most platforms, um, including PS4 and Xbox One, I believe, uh, which is really cool. Um, it is, so if in, in case you guys have, you guys have, but in case anyone listening hasn't seen it yet, it's very Bioshock esque, set in sort of a communist era uh, sci fi world where AI has gone completely bad. Um, and I mean, that's kind of what happens in most of the Bioshock games. Perfect utopia kind of society. How did, <laughs> how did, sorry, my cat just came in here again. How, how? This is a hundred episodes. The in, door people. was locked. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's about a 20 plus. You need to leave uh, cucumbers around you or something. I should. I'll just draw little, little circles. Uh, so it's about a um, 20 odd um, hour campaign with an open world. Um, and by open world, I mean, we did actually see, uh, see some, some clips of driving, which I didn't actually realize until now that that was in the game. Um, zip lining, swimming. So it kind of actually reminds me a bit of, if you took Bioshock and mixed it with Dying Light, that's kind of what this game is starting to really, really feel like to me. An open world where you can kind of do different things, little dungeons as you could call them. It also um, looks batshit insane as well. So it looks Wait, super is that open insane, world, yeah. this game? It's, it's meant to, yeah. It's meant oh, to be okay. open world, yeah. Oh, from, okay. from what I'm now seeing and what, what oh, okay. some of the other trailers and stuff have, have shown. Um, so you got little little sort of story dungeons and stuff and you have you have main story bosses, but then you have little side arenas and things like that that you can come across. Um what I think is going to be really cool is is the mix of abilities. So abilities come in the form of experimental... Um, sorry, not experimental. You get, you get a little power glove, I think it's called, or the glove, of, I forget the name of it, but it's basically the ability, like in Bioshock games, where you're able to freeze enemies and you use, use all sorts of elemental attacks. Um, but on top of that, it's got guns, obviously, and it's got melee weapons, which I think is really cool. So you get a bit of everything in this game. But set in sort of a sci-fi 
setting, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and it does seem like it's got quite a lot of puzzles, um, which I think would be really interesting as well, just to see how they, they're weaved into the gameplay. Um, so I'm personally looking forward to it. And you do have a note here that it is a day one on Game Pass, which is freaking oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's really good news. What were you going to say, Tony? No, I was just saying, like, I just made sure to add that in because that, I think that changes how people kind of approach games these days. If they've got a subscription already, whether or not it's to that or PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, oh, shit, like, now I'm actually a bit more interested because I know I'm not going to have to fork out, like, 100 bucks or whatever it is, you know, so. Yeah, like, dude, the 20-hour campaign, I'm like, Bleh. And then the fact that it's open world actually turns me off it more. But I, it, look, you're right, Swinny. Like, ultimately, it is kind of like this Game Pass thing. It's like probably one of those things I'll just install, try it for an hour or two, see if I like it. If not, piss it off. So, And Mick Gordon's doing the soundtrack, which uh, was funny, ah, a funny moment awesome. during the Game Awards where Intergot's like, oh, man, this soundtrack's good. And I reminded him was Mick Gordon. He's like, oh, no, yeah. I, I, like, when I said it, I go, oh, yeah, I, I know it's like Mick Gordon, but it's crazy how, like, good it is just, like, when you hear it, like, randomly. Mm. Same as Killer Instinct. Go back and listen to Killer Instinct 20... What was it? 2016, is it? Or 2013? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, he did the same. Probably, probably 2013. Probably 2013. Yeah, friggin' hell, that's good. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> so, next up, we have a new announcement. I have not heard about this game before but I'm wait wait no no this is not a new announcement right? are you sure it is the game that you specifically said oh, i love the look of this game last time we saw this game <laughs> it, I it was a different game that this no, oh, was it no, you've said no. that about many no. games oh though. my god okay no. wow i apologies then yeah. but anyway I so apologize. the game is called... can we write that down i apologies it I was apologies. a while ago though <laughs> okay i don't blame so you for not remembering i don't remember but i'm also and i'll explain why i don't remember it because it's 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 mixing it in my head with a couple of other games well Mm. specifically one other game that i'll talk about in a sec so anyway uh, the game is called replaced i should probably call out what the game is so it's described by the developer set cat studios as a cinematic action platformer so it's a 2.5d uh platformer set in a dystopian 1980s america so kind of like a i guess blade runner-esque cyberpunkish kind of thing where it's frozen in the 1980s but it's got all this cool advanced sci-fi stuff that's incorporated into it. And what I mean by 2.5D is that it's got that, you know, it's it's in 3D, but it's 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 a really cool 3D pixel art kind of kind of vibe to it. Um, and it's very reminiscent of a game that was announced back in like 2015 or something that I got really excited about, um, called The Last Night. So I'll and- just clarify: we we covered this game when it was first shown back on episode 49. So that's how wow, long okay, ago it was. it's been a while. There yeah. you go barely remember what happened last week so it's very <laughs> reminiscent of the last night which i'm still looking forward to if that game will ever come out because there were some issues with the developer and i think the publisher and we didn't hear anything for a while and then all this other shit happened and hopefully eventually it would actually come out um and it's which by the way there were some rumors that the last night was supposed to appear at the game awards but it never unfortunately happened mm. which is a bit of a shame um and the game also quite reminiscent if you guys have played well, reminiscent it's quite different but I, I love the genre of the 2d action kind of platforming mm. sort of games now i know shadow complex is a bit different because it, it it's a different kind of style of game but i love that that 
2.5D mm. perspective in those kind of games. I freaking love it. And it's very sort of reminded me of, of Deadlight in terms of that yeah. perspective as well, which I think was an awesome game that deserves a, a sequel as well. Um, so yeah, look, it's coming out on Steam um, according to the website on Steam, Epic, and Xbox. There was no mention of PlayStation on the website, so I'm not mm. sure if it's going to come out in that as well sometime in 2023. Um, and I do believe uh, Day One on Game Pass, which would be awesome as well because it's another game that... Um, and I, I love the look of this game. It just it looks really cool, unique, and I, I love that kind of art style in those games. So, Yeah, it, look, it looks awesome. I just would like... And maybe the release, and I haven't seen it. I'd just like to see like an extended gameplay segment rather than just like a flashy uh, trailer. Yeah. So yeah. just to see if it's like, because a game can look amazing. Like Somerville, I talked about the other week. Somerville looked amazing, but it was all style and just the gameplay fell flat. So maybe if they put something out, I'll have to go track it down. So, I'm not a thousand percent sure. Is it like a pl- basically a platformer? Like, is there any 3D element to the platforming? Because some of the trailer, it makes it look like there is to a degree, but I, I don't believe it is. I think it still kind of gets back into the Shadow Complex territory, which mm. that had no real 3D apart from the start of the mm. game. Cool. And uh, my, Mike's just given up on the show to folks on cats. Yeah. No, I haven't. It's just Cat he's, he's destroying all my crap and he's peeing everywhere. <laughs> that tail on you looks well, insane. I'm, I'm going <laughs> like to wrap your segment insane. up and then move on to the last of the... Game Awards. So there's been a lot of Game Awards stories. Yeah. The last one Ooh. is just quick chat about the fact that Dead Cells has a new DLC that is returned to Castlevania. It's a Castlevania crossover DLC, which uh, was awesome. Um, and I look, I when I was reading up about what's in this, it actually sounds pretty cool. I've never actually played Dead Cells, and maybe this will get me to jump in. Obviously, the game's been around for a long time. I know a lot of people love it. But basically, this will have a new story featuring Richter and Belmont and Alucard as you explore a Dracula's castle location. However, that works in the whole roguelite thing of Dead Cells. I don't know. Um, it will have 14 iconic Castlevania weapons. It'll also have some monsters and music from the game. And there will be 20 unlockable character uh, costumes. So basically, you'll be able to make your character become um, Richter, Belmont, Simon Belmont, you know, Trevor Belmont, Alucard, and par- apparently even Dracula. So mm. also has, uh, like, it actually has three new bosses, like has Dracula, Death, and apparently some thing that's like their most ambitious showdown yet. So whatever that ends up being, I'm not sure, but this looked really cool. Yeah, it looks like it's so weird being in, in Dead Cells on reflection. Like, I, I think I'm just so... Um desperate for castlevania to come back i love Mm. castlevania stupidly i go back and i did this recently i didn't put it in the show notes but i'm like okay i'm not like i keep telling myself don't go back and play super metroid metroid zero mission metroid fusion and then the castlevania advance trilogy because i just go back and play them all the time otherwise and i fucking started doing that again with circle of the moon i started playing i'm like (laughs) why am i playing this i've played this like Four or five times, all the way through, right? And I just want another game like that, honestly. Mm-hmm. And this is really cool. Like, this is sick. I, it does make me just, like, oh, I don't know. I almost want to buy it, just so that Konami goddamn wants to, like, <laughs> give the IP to someone who wants to make a Metroidvania, like, full-on Metroidvania game. Because thing is, like, Dead Cells, personally, for me, like, in that roguelike formula, it's, like, it never sits well, like a Metroidvania style, Castlevania style game in a roguelike type of formula. I like that. It's like someone's almost like crafted 
the map and the how it's all interconnected and the backtracking mm. and all the different things that they play in that genre. Like that's important to me that it's all sort of like individually done by design. Crafted, yeah. Yeah, like Shadow Complex. Mm. They drew it like in pay, like in pen. Like there's this huge I would love that's to own sick. this. I would fucking love to own this, right? So the people at chair, right? They yeah, drew it all in paper, right? Mapped it all out. And they actually have that That's for Shadow cool. Complex 2. They've already got that. The map of Shadow Complex 2, which makes me sick that that doesn't exist. <laughs> makes them sick, David. It's disgusting. <laughs> they're, making the, they? they're making the frogs gay. Um, How dare they tease me with the paper? <laughs> so, like, I don't want to shit on this, like, because I'm, like, excited about this. But on reflection, I was like, oh, it's so annoying. Like, why can't, like, why can't we just fucking get, like, mm. Konami, make your money? Like... Shell out the IP to someone who loves to make Metroidvania games, and you like get the guys at like Ori to make a, a Castlevania game. I don't get, care, or right? Get way forward to make or whoever game. It doesn't yeah. matter, right? Like Castlevania is such a cool IP, and look, like this is really cool. I am like thinking about picking it up just because I love Castlevania so much. But um, it does it does make me hungry, a thirst it, for the it, blood of more Castlevania. Was there an actual gameplay thing, or was it just the 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 video I, that I was shown? I don't know if there was right to me. I I was, that, was that's why I wasn't thing. as excited. I'm like, okay, cool, but I mean, you know, you know what it's like, gameplay yeah. looks like. No, I know what that, but they've got images. Yeah, I they've do, got images. but I, I guess it's like it just feels it feels like. I would love an actual Castlevania game much, 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 much more oh, course, than having some sprites of the characters in a game like Dead Cells. But it's Cells. more that than sprites. I mean, there's, there's a lot. They bring a lot into this. It's not mm. just sprites. Um, but it is also... Remember, this is also for Dead Cells fans. So they're not going to mm. change yeah. the way Dead Cells works. Which, by the way, great know, game. So. And I think... I think Intigod, you said you were interested in, in giving it a crack? I've played it. I've played it a bit. It never really fully clicked where I'm like, oh, I'm addicted. But I, you know how games are sometimes it's like, I can seriously see how this game is hmm. like a S tier game for someone, right? Like <laughs> going back, we're going to get so much hate. Like God of War, I almost don't understand why people think that's an S tier game. I, hmm. I, I Like I got to be no, real. It's you, like, it's the same you. as Marvel I, movies. I don't understand I how some people are like the Marvel movies are the best movies ever. It's, I'm like, are God you of fucking is insane? The, is a Marvel movie game, if it, that makes sense. It's better than yeah. that. Like, I'll give it more credit. Yeah, okay. But, but it's on that vein it of yeah. like, I can't understand how someone thinks this is like an S tier property. Like, I just don't get it. Whereas I could totally see how people say Dead, Dead Cells is an S tier game. It's didn't, it still hasn't clicked with me. But, and I played it for quite a few hours, but yeah, like it, it is a reason why I'll come back to it though, like with this DLC. So hmm. we'll see how we go. Well, that's a whole lot of game awards. That's a whole lot of Keely. Uh, as we said before, like good that, work, Jeff. Just the fact that there was that amount of stuff to talk about, and there's like there was new Lords of the Fallen gameplay. There was like yeah, a yeah, release yeah, yeah. date All for Baldur's Gate three. So there was so many things that we couldn't fit in. That was just like okay. You got to cut some stuff, and it just goes to show yeah. how good the show was. So, Fire Emblem. I'm going to throw in my ones. The Fire Emblem Engage DLC announced. Um, yeah. We didn't mention the one thing, though, Swinney. You've you've neglected to mention the most mm-hmm. important thing of the Keelys. 
Mm-hmm. What happened late in that? In that, uh... I was waiting for one of you guys to bring it up. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> wow. We had uh, right in the game of the year announcement. We had uh, Dark Spirit a, summoned <laughs> a small child. No, he was actually uh, he was like a fifteen year old dude. Uh, walked up on stage when we're watching the. Uh, you can check out a live reaction. Um, we're like, what is this kid doing can, here? Can I give us a pat on the back? So I rewatched this on other people's reactions. Right, people mm. are not saying anything. Like nothing, zero. They're not saying anything. Hmm. If you watch us watch it live, we were like, who the hell is this kid? Who's this kid in the background? Why is there a kid in the background? And they're saying about his hair and like, what's, the, what's up with this guy in the background? He's not a part of, like, what's he doing there? So we were onto it, man. We were onto it. Yeah. And, but like, man, I, I lost it when he just got <laughs> yeah, up to the mic. Did, yeah. It was just, it was one of those surreal moments that you just can never, you can never script something like it. And as much as I don't agree with him doing it, like the balls on that fucking kid to do that and do the stuff he's done in the past, he, <laughs> I could never do shit like that even if I wanted to, man. No, but oh, can I say oh. one thing about this kid, right? That... Like, look, I, I, if you're Jeff Keighley, it'd be like, oh my god! Like, the meme of the Game Awards would have been something like Christopher Judge talking for like yeah, ten yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. And they couldn't get him off, right? <laughs> and like that would have been the, and then like it was a crazy. It was like Bill Clinton because he got up on stage and said something like, "I want to dedicate this award to my reform Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton," right? And it's just like, <laughs> Bill Clinton, the word was trending. It was like number one on Twitter for a while, right? Mm. Like Jeff Keighley would have been so filthy about that, right? And yeah, but yeah. I'll, I will but say one thing about it is good publicity, right? Well, true, but yeah, that's true. I mean, it may not have made some yeah, outlets, news outlets, if it didn't happen, right? But the one thing I will say about the kid is. He didn't like, he wasn't like a real pest about it, right? Like, sometimes these people, they'll jump in, it's like the World Cup final, and they'll run out on the thing, and it would actually interrupt the flow of the game or whatever. He actually waited till Miyazaki finished completely. Like, I'll give him credit for that. Like, he, he completely finished and then walked away, and then he's like, then I'll go up, right? He was a respectable he was troll. Very he, respectable. he was, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, to me, that is like massive difference. If he actually, like, went to talk instead of, like, Miyazaki and, like, kind of made it weird for Miyazaki then to talk. Like, I would have been like, that's... I'm actually pissed at this Bill Clinton kid. But the fact that he waited, I'm like, yeah, that that's that's pretty cool. Could be Bill that's Clinton's pretty cool. kid, actually. It was fucking... We, go back and watch our reaction. Like, we were, like... We were, we were losing the plot. And yeah. it, we actually stopped the stream and we went back and watched a bunch of it, like, when did he come in? Like, when did he enter? Like, how did it work, you know? It's been interesting to see other people's reaction to it. I think we were the ones that lost it the most out of the people I've seen. Like that's other true. people just like, oh, what happened? Or like, oh, that's weird. Like we, we were, were laughing like crazy. I don't know. We, we should have clipped it. We should have clipped it. Because we were laughing like insane. It was like, what the fuck is happening? What is this kid doing? This is so insane. Uh, also, I think, you know, we're we're not used to them long streamers, so you know, we're probably also delirious from the yeah. three hours. Can I say like because I'll definitely do it next year if one of you guys want to do it. Um as we've been alternating, right? Oh no, 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 wait. You did it last year as well, Swinney, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, anyway, you did it the first year, Mike. I, I kind of did it. You did yeah. it, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it. doing yeah. it, yeah. But it's like, yeah, people who do twelve-hour streams. I'm not saying it's like harder than working at Woolies, but 
that's not easy being on camera for that long with taking minimal breaks. Like mm-hmm. that is pretty insane. And the other, the one TGA thing I wanted to say, Swinney, was Tekken 8, greatest slogan I've seen in many, many years. What many, many, it? many years. Fist meets fate. That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that awesome. fucking awesome. And it's not being used, dude. I Googled it. No one's ever written that. I'm I, like, how is that possible? Fist meets I'd, fate. I don't know if it holds up to Daikatana. John Romero's going to make you his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want a shirt that says uh, fist meets fate. That's freaking cool. I love it. All right. So we're just going to cover one last story. There's no wrap up this week uh, because there's so much news in the main uh-huh. segments. But. It is pretty big news. Um, we talked about it a lot uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is the updates on the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And we mentioned back then, I think it was I think it was two weeks ago, that we said that the reports are coming out that the US Federal Trade Commission is likely to to you know to basically block try to block the deal, and that's exactly what they announced this week. So. They have uh, confirmed they're suing to block the acquisition. So I don't know if you wanted to bring up their their thing into God um, or not. It's it's just a bunch of words, um, but I've pulled out some choice quotes from it. Gaming opportunity court. <laughs> yeah, <More> so exclusive. <laughs> some of, some of the highlights from their like mini like there's a whole document you can read. I haven't read the whole document, but their like little mini press statement. Basically, they raised the Microsoft track record of. Acquiring and using valuable gaming content to suppress competition from rival consoles, including its acquisition of uh, Zenimax, Bethesda. Um, and that recently, Microsoft decided to make several of Bethesda's titles, including Starfield and Redfall, Microsoft exclusives, d- despite assurances it had given to the European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. Which I think I remember, Indigo, you were actually talking about this as well, where you're like, oh, Phil Spencer is. He's like, you know, he's got this good guy persona, but he's such a businessman where he kind of like the way he was talking around that deal, the Bethesda deal was like, oh, we want all gamers to have access to this. And then, as long as there's Game Pass on PlayStation Store. Yeah, so I <laughs> don't know. All gamers do have access to it as long as you are willing to go buy an Xbox. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't, based on what his public statements were in that time, I don't remember him like giving a concrete thing to that, but I don't know what they said to the, the that they're referencing the European authorities around that stuff. Mm. So, but another quote from the FTC, so from, from the director, Holly Abadova, that Microsoft has already shown that it can and will withhold content from gaming rivals. Today, we seek to stop Microsoft from gaming uh, from gaining control over a leading independent game studio. Huh? That's their words. <laughs> okay. Uh, to harm competition. No, they mean independent as, as outside of platforms. Yeah. Out of platform uh, okay, forms. right. That, that, okay. To harm competition in multiple dynamic and fast-growing gaming markets. Um, so look, it's un- it's not surprising based on those reports. We had a couple of weeks to do this, but it is a it is a massive um, massive barrier for Microsoft. It's kind of wild. It's a zero percent shock, right? Because like hmm. the share price didn't even move, basically, really, hmm. right? Like it's it's actually higher than when we spoke about it last, right? Yeah. So the market already had it priced in. Um, look, I think that quote that earlier one where it's like. You know, where Microsoft executives, despite assurance that it had given to the European antitrust authorities that it had, quote, no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. It's like the most like PR, legal compliance, like sitting down in a room. Okay, 
So we are, we are going to take it off all the other platforms. But what can we say that would still work and it's not hmm. like we're lying? So it's like no incentives. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, the thing is, PlayStation started to say that other things are exclusive. So maybe we, we need to fire back. And that's now... The facts on the grounds have changed. So we're not lying before. It's just... I'm kind of getting a bit sick of Phil Spencer. And I'm also like... Honestly, like, you look at the Game Awards, Winnie. Where the fuck were the Xbox games coming out? In the Game Awards. It's crazy. Like, you own so many goddamn studios. You're almost ruining all these studios. Like, what the fuck's going on with with them? I'm like, what, seriously, a, man. There was a big potential Xbox game coming out, and that was Diablo, because Blizzard acted shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But, um... I, look, I, I stand by my point. I think it's still valid that... I think at some point, it gets so, like, murky that if there's any chance of a contagion effect onto Microsoft in general, like, you know, their broader ecosystem, that's when they'll start to look at it and go, hang on a second, like, we can't let this put the regulators offside with us for other things. Because, you know, like, one thing that you called out the other day, Swinney, and I just want to pick up on it again, I just did an update on Windows, right? Mm. And part of the forced onboarding flow, this is Windows, right? Part of the forced onboarding flow is one point where it goes, do I want to subscribe to Office no. 365 Cloud or whatever fucking Piss it off. is, right? And I can't, like, there's no setting that I can change to say don't advertise to me in Windows, hmm. right? This is my operating system. Why have they got a monopoly to just flog any of their products onto me, right? It's fucking dodgy. It's like back in the 90s days where they had, like, the operating system and, like, okay, we're going to force install Internet Explorer and a whole bunch of stuff that you can't take off. So well, that's that's the big thing for me that it's like, uh, maybe like at some point they themselves will go, fuck, maybe we need to like withdraw this. But well, talk- they have to pay $3 billion to Activision Blizzard if what? the deal doesn't go forward. That's the deal that they've Those made with will make more wow. money. <laughs> well, talking about the board Microsoft, so the Microsoft president, Brad Smith, actually commented on this. So this whole FTC thing. Uh, so he said, we continue to believe that this deal will expand competition and create more opportunities for gamers and game devs. We have been committed since day one to address competition concerns, excluding, uh, including by offering earlier this week proposed concessions to the FTC. We believe, while we believed in giving peace a chance, this quote is a hell, <laughs> while we believed what? in giving peace a chance. <laughs> he did say that. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have complete confidence in our case and welcome the opportunity to present our case in court. Um, I, that quote is just the most like, it's crazy. give peace a chance. Now it's war, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah, think they and- have a leg to stand on from a like, I think that if it goes to court, Microsoft will win easily because there's nothing mm. in the law that blocks things like this. So antitrust is not antitrust laws. Against no, but it's Microsoft. not. It's games. It's media. It's, there've been much bigger deals than this, honestly, like in terms of where yeah. you are actually shrinking the pool and they haven't blocked it. So it's the, mm. the fact that the end result, even if they do the acquisition, that they won't still have, like, the majority, like, share yeah. in the market as well. Like, no, exactly, yeah. Unlike something like Disney and Fox, where they're yeah. putting out, like, <laughs> vast majority it's of like movie, a third. The big movies. It's, th- it's Like, nuts. when you look at the it's... box office, it's like a third, and they still let that go through. I, yeah, I wow. can't see a universe where they'll actually block it. I still stand by the thing is, like, if this puts the regulators offside just generally, that mm. is, like, that's worth money for Microsoft, right? Like... So at some point they might look at it and go, but that's probably why they got that three billion thing in it. Like Phil Spencer's probably mm. done a dirty and been smart and is like, okay, 
I actually want to get a poison pill here because then Microsoft has to do it. You know what I mean? Like they almost can't back out at that point because they're like, mm. shit, we're going to have to pay $3 billion to Bobby Kotick. Imagine that. That'd be awesome. Mm. If he gets $3 billion and gets the company back, fuck me. That's the best outcome if that happens. Fucking Bobby Kotick. Well, <laughs> just in an effort to, to wrap things up a bit, we also had, and I can't remember if this came out, I think this news came out prior to the FTC making this announcement. I think it did. But oh, we had Mark- after. Okay, but that's interesting. But Microsoft announced that they have a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty Nintendo platforms, which <laughs> is really kind of, it's like, it's absurd Amazing. and funny at the same time because everyone, it's like, okay, everyone knows this is also, you know, because of PlayStation stuff, like being, you know, digging their heels in, but... Just to, to quote Phil Spencer, Microsoft has entered into a 10-year commitment to bring COD to Nintendo following the merger of Microsoft and acquisition Blizzard King. Microsoft is committed to help bring more games to more people however they choose to play. <laughs> Bullshit. I think the last Call of Duty game was probably on the Wii U, I believe. So yeah, it was. It was the Wii U. I, like, I believe this means that a, game's, a game or one or two will come out, but I'm like, how does that even work? Like, are they going to do some cloud um, stuff or whatever, you know? Yeah, pro- probably cloud. Well, probably cloud stuff or for yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. But I, they're not just talking about the Switch here. I mean, they are probably thinking yeah. about future Nintendo consoles. Hmm. But otherwise, I, cloud stuff. Like I said, I played, I played, I don't know how, how it wasn't unresponsive, but COD is a very you don't twitchy kind of game, cloud. right? Yeah, you don't want to play that on the cloud, I wouldn't have thought. But having played Resident Evil Village on the Switch and being pleasantly surprised how good it was, I kind of see it working Slower on... gameplay, though. Like... And if it's a cloud thing, they're like, well, fuck, we could, like, the easiest way to implement this on that platform, right? And we've done our due diligence. We've included mm. it on another platform. You can't tell us we're not competitive. <laughs> I think the big part of it is, so, Swinney, this came out before the FTC announced their thing, okay. right? I don't think they would have, from a PR perspective, published this if after the FTC. That would have been crazy if the FTC was like, we're going to sue you, well, and then we announced this They the couldn't day. have just, made the deal that quickly after that anyway, right? This would have been in the works for a little well, while. Nothing no, it's in the works. works quick, but nothing worked quickly for Nintendo. <laughs> no, exactly. exactly. Probably like 2020 or it something. Is, it is kind of amazing. I think the big one is Steam. The fact that they're like saying for 10 years they'll have Call of Duty on Steam. Yeah. Right. That's pretty massive because that's a lot of, like, a lot of people, that's where they want to play it. Right. They don't want to play it anywhere else. Um, and I think, honestly, Nintendo's probably sitting there going, sick. Like, we, we don't give a shit. We don't even have Call of Duty. We've got nothing to <laughs> lose. And then, because, like, think about it, like, Activism Blizzard on Nintendo, it's like nothing really for them. Right. If they can be like the idiot in the middle that gets a huge bonus out of this fight, and they're like laughing. They're like, this is awesome. And so look, Bobby can't lose, Nintendo can't lose, basically. Bobby definitely can't lose. He's also in a job for as long... Like, they almost can't get rid of him until this whole shit gets sorted. And this is going to be like, unfortunately, 2024 at the earliest now. Because these court cases go for on forever. <laughs> like, this is like... This is wild, because even if they get to the end of the court case, then they have to go back to the M&A activity. So it's mm. like, it's going to be so long, man. This Bobby Kotick guy is making mint as the CEO of Activision with all this, like, accusations hanging over his head. It's freaking awesome. But, you know, I, can I just say again, like, Phil Spencer, man, he talks out of the side of his mouth. It's like, sure, give him a 10-year deal, right? Yeah, cool, 10-year deals. And I, I look, and I said this last time, they can never do a perpetual deal. That's just, hmm. you can't do that, right? 
no business would ever do that. It's insane. But 10 years, even though everyone goes 10 years, wow, that's forever. It's not though. Like this is a super long commitment that Xbox are making, right? In general, in that space, 10 years is nothing. And there's zero guarantee that at the end of the 10 years, they don't just say, okay, it's Xbox exclusive now. There's like mm. no way that, that you can guarantee that they'll keep releasing on PlayStation after that. Mm. So, yeah. Well, maybe if Sony wanted to be competitive, they should just make their own Call of Duty franchise. They said it's impossible. IP if you actually go through all their thing, it's quite interesting. Impossible. They bring up ass. Battlefield. They they talk about their games, like Killzone. Why don't they go buy Battlefield and EA? No, they said that Battlefield <laughs> is, couldn't be successful. It just proves that it's like Call of Duty is just unstoppable, basically, is what they're saying. Call yeah. it, by the way, Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare 2 just became the highest selling game of the year as well. Really? Yeah, beating be, be out Elden Ring. Oh, God. Who, who are these people playing these games? I don't get it. I really... And just remember, struggle. that game hasn't been out. Like, Elden Ring's been out since, like, Feb or March or whatever, also, you know? Also, it's, like, not reviewed well at all. Like, it's been quite, like, okay and, like, average for the most part. Like, how is this, like... Uh, this is unbelievable, man. Jesus hmm. Christ. What is wrong with people? Hmm. Uh, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the way I would look at it a little bit is, like, um, it, it's like Pokemon, Mike, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to trigger you. I'm, I'm not actually trying to do that. But, like, imagine going, okay, I'm going to make something that's going to compete with Pokemon. Like, on the same levels. Like, monster, mm. you know, catching and monster raising mark. and stuff like that. You couldn't do it. It's impossible. It's, like, got so much momentum, Pokemon, in that mm. genre. Yeah. And I think Call of Duty is a little no, bit agree, like that. Like multiplayer shooters. Is, yeah. People yeah. just like, they play Call of Duty and then the next one comes out and they jump on that one. And it's like no, all right. these people you're are right. in there. Yeah. So it's, same, same as like Pokemon and stuff like that. Yeah. Even if a lot of people acknowledge that certain previous titles are objectively probably better than the most recent release, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's going to sell like hotcakes just because of the brand. So what do we, can I just ask, because, you know, we're not going to hear the end of this for a while, Swinney. Mm. Do like what is your judgment? Is it uh, like flash forward Guilty. five years? Five years is Activision Blizzard King going to be a part of Microsoft by five years time? I think they will, Mike. I think they will. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I say it's like ninety nine percent chance. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't bet on it, but yeah. Microsoft's war chest is just too big to not not see this to the end, I think. Yeah. So. And I don't think there's really a leg that the regulators can stand on. It's just the small well, thing in my head about the business risk of them getting annoyed in general. But hmm. yeah, I think all of these franchises will be a part of Microsoft. And then <laughs> the Ninten- whatever the sequel to the Nintendo Switch is, is going to have Call of Duty. Because <laughs> also just think of it like the reputational damage that if this falls over and they couldn't make it pass, like they, it's... People will see them as losers as well. Like that's which, true. Unfortunately, is, is you know, like you shouldn't look at stuff like that. But I mean, this is the gaming community we're talking about here. So, and they've kind of gone chips in with Game Pass. Like they've gone crazy with Game Pass. Mm. Like I'm kind like from a business point of view, I super admire what they're doing, and I think it's super interesting. They're <laughs> like, we can't beat PlayStation doing what PlayStation's doing. We can't beat Nintendo doing what Nintendo's doing. We need to do something completely different strategically, and that's what they've done. And look, I think it works, but they just haven't got the content. They haven't got the games. And then this kind of solves it for them. Hmm. Like Call of Duty every single year will be like a big push. People will go, I just think a lot of people will sign up to Game Pass because of Call of Duty. 
Yeah. On day yeah. one, right? Definitely. Like it's it's so important to them, and it's brilliant because they're not going to play anything but Call of Duty, so it's, they're not even <laughs> going to like worry about the costs. It's a Call of Duty subscription, basically. Exactly, COD Game Pass. That's what it's going to be called, <laughs> and, in then, the and then it'll have the battle passes pass. on top of that, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then all, all right. the other games as well, right? That they've got on there. So far out, man. Well, that's. Uh, I do hope that's the last we hear about for a while, but it was just a big enough, obviously, new uh, update around this stuff. And the Nintendo stuff is just funny to think about. But uh, all right, well, I think it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, next mm-hmm. week, I don't know. I was looking at um, like the the schedule for the remaining shows for the year and stuff, and I don't know if we want to do that special segment that we'd kind of be talking about. Maybe next year, uh, next week, that that. Uh... That might make sense if it's well, not I've got, a super busy week. I've got three guaranteed shows in me, right? I'll still mm. be on the show whenever you guys want to have me on, right? Um, but we'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on holiday for a little tiny bit, but we, we've got to talk about if we're going to do a New Year's, what, what you guys are doing for New Year's Eve. My kids are too young for New Year's Eve, so... If you guys want to do a New Year's Eve show, I could be that, that could be the live of my last show. I'm kind of happy if you guys want to do that. Um, well, speak to the uh, woman. Yeah. One of the one of the shows will be our big big year and award show. So yeah. we'll do we'll do a third one of them where we will crown our game of the year and yep. our personal like categories and stuff like that because that's always fun to do. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, we'll we'll have a think about what we're going to do next week. Well, but let's do I the know... top ten. Let's do the top ten because we're now. All right. So all right. So we're, I want to do gonna... the top ten. All right. We'll do it then. So I've we'll already come our... up with my top ten. I spent hours we and will... hours on this. Because we haven't done it on the show before, and it's the last probably the last couple of chances we'll have for Intercot to do it as you know part of the main main uh, like regular regular schedule. Yeah, not a guest. Yeah, I'll be a guest in the future. Top ten favorite games, um, which is something you know, I, I always love creating lists, and we haven't done that yet. So, okay. so yeah. can we? I always want to do this in an interesting way, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're all gonna. You'll come up with your top ten. I'll come up with my top ten. Mike, your top ten, right? Do you want to start from 10 and then maybe we'll do it in the chat. What? Oh, I don't know. I, I just want to do it so that if you have the same game as me, we wait until whatever the highest ranking of that uh, game is. Uh, well, I think Let's do just, it like that. Let's do it like that. You're, Done. you're overconfident. Over- <laughs> always, always, no, no. Just like how, how much did you enjoy the game awards with the extra points and you know, I just point I, multipliers. I, I you just you, you like to be complex. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. You, you set the right rules and then very complex behaviors come out of it. You know, keep it simple, stupid. No, it's boring. <laughs> you just talk about the Look same the game universe. over and over again. Simple rules. Simple That's what we're gonna do. Top ten. If your top, if your tenth game is higher on my list, then we wait until it gets to my list to talk All about right. it. Okay. That's what we're doing. All right. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. All Come right. up with a list, Mike. Come up with it and then refine it over the week. Mm-hmm. I've got Don't my come up with it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're calling him out because we know he's going to do that. <laughs> uh, number nine is... Uh, fuck. Uh, let's see here. Pokemon <laughs> Scarlet <Violet>. Pokemon. <laughs> I, I right, wonder well, if we could guess each other's lists. That's possible. I reckon you'd be able to guess at least six of my ten, I reckon. Mm. There's so many that are like, mm. I just don't know what makes up those last, like, seven, eight, nine, and ten and that, you know. Okay. So. I, had, I had 24 and I've whittled it down to 10, but oh. I need to look at it again. But one thing that I'll, I've done, you guys do whatever you want to do. I've actually just gone, okay, for a series, I am picking just one game. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, fair. I'll end I'll up having multiple... Yeah. 
like Zelda's or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to do, do that. Too. I don't want to yeah. do that. So I've only got one game in that series. But like you guys, you guys do you. You guys do you. Okay. I think there's a few surprises in it for me. Maybe we'll see how it goes. All right. Sounds good. Well, until then, thanks everyone for joining, and uh, we will catch you next week. Bye bye. Catch you later. Later, y'all. Bye.